kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. episode 270 270 of the most consistent podcast in the year yeah, yeah. Give me a hell yeah illogical sense this is your boy Busby and over here is your boy JC no yes. <laughs> how the fuck you doing You're right yeah no I'm just I just we haven't been doing it for a minute so you know I was like I gotta revamp it I'm good I'm trying to survive this fucking heat help <laughs> Nigga. Somebody did this. God did. God did. Oh, yeah. I walked right into that. Yeah. Somebody did this. Nah, that was good. That was God good. did. That was real good. <laughs> Shit. You sure it's him? You sure it ain't Satan? Both? <laughs> Shit, it's hot as a motherfucker. Yeah. Every no. time I get out of bed, I'm like, yo, fam. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? God, God did. God why? God, God did. God why? <laughs> nah, I mean, for me, I have air conditioning and I have the fan in my house, so it's like. Oh, look at you, rich nigga. <laughs> Should have never gave you niggas money. <laughs> we don't have those things. <laughs> well, I got a fan. I got a fan in my house, but you know. You're a fan of a fan. Fan of a fan, hey. But other than that, I've been cool. I've, besides the heat, how have you been doing? I've been good. Same here. Yeah, no, I've been good. Same here. Just been working, making money. Yeah, working, making money. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep my back all right. Yeah. And you know what else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not like it's canceled or anything. Like our money and shit, but you know what is canceled? <laughs> oh, like, what? 8%? What do you mean? Like 8% of the total bill? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the whole thing ain't canceled. I mean, what is canceled? Yeah, I mean, it, got, it got canceled cultured like, though. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of but um yeah that that festival that we were talking about last time that was supposed to come out here to good old san jose at lake cunningham yeah that's done <laughs> yeah damn i'm sorry lost in the victim don't have no victim coming yeah, yeah no nothing you got lost that motherfucker said oh y'all that's where it is <laughs> oh no child the ghetto nope literally <laughs> east side san jose <laughs> That's what I don't I even mean. call that shit Eastside San Jose. That's called Eastside Josie. Yeah. yeah that was, when, you know you're in the atmosphere. It, when it got announced, I remember I was telling you, like, that's where they're going to have it? We At, both said that, like, wait, next to Raging Waters? Next to, I was like, that's in that shopping center and shit. The motherfucking in and out Yeah, I was like, mm, okay. Like, how's that, logistically, how's that going to work? I mean, I know it's going to work for us. I was going to work for us, but for <laughs> everybody else. I was going to park my car at we was going to walk. <laughs> that's how it was going to work for us. I probably wasn't even going to go. I was like, hey, you can park here. Call an Uber and go over there and shit. But how's that gonna work? And shit. Yeah, lost the rhythm. So yeah, we 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 don't know. We don't know ourselves. So we, we don't know. Free. So we just gonna cancel this shit. Here's your money back. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Yeah. He was gonna be WizKid, Tim's, Wale, Hell Burner Boy, Burner Boy. It was gonna be hella people that at Lake Cunningham. Like if it was at Mountain View, I can understand Shoreline Amphitheater, right. like how Rock the Bells used to be at. I can understand that. But Lake Cunningham. 
we just talked about it on the last episode. That's what makes it so funny. It's only been two weeks. I know. And it's like, yeah, come with us. And then it's like, no more rhythm. No more rhythm. <laughs> like, all right. All right. Well, Bring the rhythm. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't do that. Here. No, no, no. <laughs> Even the outside looking in, what is Lake Cunningham to what you're referring to? Uh, Lake Cunningham is a, is it a staple here in San Jose? Kind of. I mean, it's a, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a, damn, how do you describe Lake Cunningham? The ghetto? It's, it's next to Raging Waters. <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. This is... You should introduce yourself, too. Yes. Who you hear on, on air, sitting background, and will also comment here and now, is my girlfriend, Miss Brittany. Round of applause. Okay. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Because people could just hear a woman start talking. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> really? Y'all niggas brought Ivana back? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, it's Lake Cunningham's pretty. It's it's like like JC says, like if you know, you know type of shit. It's just like a big park. Mm-hmm. Now is it festival big? I guess kind of, kind of, but something but, like that. Like if they held that shit at Raging Waters, I'd be like, oh okay, that's that's off brand. But okay, I, I see the vision. Like Ghetto ass Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> Lake Cunningham though was like. Shit is that? Yeah, that's why I was shocked. Even though we were excited about it, it was like, Lake Cunningham? Fuck it! Nigga, I'm going to In-N-Out then real quick. That's what I'm saying, go to In-N-Out, come go In-N-Out and shit? Uh, but yeah, that shit's done. Just don't get I'm robbed at Easter. I've been asking for water. Lake Cunningham is not good enough? For a fest- for a music festival? Just to go see. Uh, I guess we could, but it's I wouldn't even... No. It's like so local, because I've been, like, we've been here like all our lives. It's like such a local... It actually didn't come up in my head till the, like, oh yeah, Lake Cunningham has a lake. It's a lake. I mean, yeah. It's no, lake. it's until she said that. I'm like, oh yeah, Lake Cunningham has a lake. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. It does. No, that, but that's the thing. When it's like to Baydestrians, we're just like, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. that's the place we're going to. But when you actually say that, oh yeah, Lake Cunningham's a lake. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, I guess. I mean, yeah. yeah. Nah. I know you're saying no. But for us. Mm. Like, it's nice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's neither here or there. But other yeah, than that. Lost in rhythm. I mean, shit. Go get lost in your rhythm. Go, lost in, go get lost someone else. Yeah, I don't know. Shh, sorry. Word the pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who canceled that shit? I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> other than that, uh, there's so much shit we can get to. But first... Let's start with artificial intelligence, my nigga. That's like a that's like a Black Mirror episode. Oh, oh God! That that was a Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus. It is. That's exactly what that shit was. What's this motherfucker's name? Um, it was um FN F- Mecca, which F- we already know what the FN is, right? What's the FN? Fucking, fucking wow! Motherfucking Mecca. Motherf- they they wasn't slick with that. Yeah, these this white boy decided to make an artificial intelligence. He pretty much got elements from all the rappers that we hear today. Put it in the computer and made a rap. Made a rap. Got a black. Hired a black dude to rap the lyrics. Mm-hmm. You could say nigga. And he made like a little meme virtual rapper. You saying he got his Quentin Miller? Pretty much. Shit. It's like artificial blackface. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that shit was. And then, well, not only that, he got signed by Capitol Records. It was like a hundred. Yeah. It was like a hundred million or a ten million dollar contract. And I was. Um. I forgot how much millions. It was somewhere. It was under. in the. It was five, at least five hundred thousand. 
No, it was the millions. It so was, that was what I'm saying. It was at least I don't know if there was a signing bonus. I don't know how the fuck you get artificial intelligence. I don't know, bonus. but that white boy he did it. Who did it was just like he did an interview and he was pretty cocky about it. And yeah. then when it got announced, everyone was like, "Really, Capitol Records? Like y'all dead ass? Like y'all fucking dead ass about this?" And it was huge, huge, huge backlash on social media. Understandably, well, because of the post that they did. Oh, with you the see the Instagram post? Yeah. yeah, the police the brutality, police brutality post where it reads, "What should I do? This guard keeps beating me with his baton because I won't snitch. I ain't no rat. Life in prison is so depressing. I wish I could get out so I could start making fire music again." It's a picture of him getting beat, beat. by the police, by a virtual police. Yeah, person. for not snitching. It's like, wait, That's what the fuck? Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, and I it was one of those. I just kept scrolling because I wasn't trying to get pissed off, and I was like. Yeah, I want to see how long this is going to be before Capitol Records goes like, uh, never mind. Right. Next day, uh, never mind. It's all the backlash. Sorry. <laughs> but then they, but I was looking at it as a test. That shit was a test to see how much it can get away with. That's what that shit was. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a scary effect in itself is if we don't like how you're acting with the contract, we have all the tools in place to finish your album without you exactly that was exactly like Black Mirror that was yeah. exactly what happened in Black Mirror you get the brain they get the elements from their brain and they just put it in a computer and boom that's what you get it's not the first time they've done this by the way I mean they oh yeah Michael Jackson no no, no they actually got a real person to do that they were slick with it uh, yeah and then the fans actually sued that, that's another story that's a whole story in itself the fans actually sued Sony they took them to court and uh, they took the songs out so now there's only seven records on that. Imagine that the state don't take you to court, but the fans, the fans do. took your ass to court. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, yeah, they they were slick with that. They got someone to sing like him. Oh, I can't. And Teddy Riley produced the shit. But again, that's a whole other podcast in itself. Go to, listen to the MJ cast. They'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a uh, Michael fan. If you don't know, um, <laughs> I'm here for it. Well, yeah, he he. What? But in, in overall, in overall aspect, um, what does that say about the industry? Because it's not just about if you don't finish your album for us. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a lot deeper where it's... Sla- that's slavery. That's what, what that is. No, wait, yeah, that. But what I'm saying is, is what else can that say about an industry where they already don't value the artist labor at, as is? Mm-hmm. So now it's just a matter of, okay, so we're just going to have a stable of artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And we're going to run it up. Mm-hmm. So now we can get every aspect of payment. Yeah. Because, you know, when it comes to touring, they can't touch that money. Mm-hmm. But now it's, I sign an act like this, artist act. Now I can touch everything because this motherfucker ain't real. Exactly. So now my hands are in it all. Yeah. And they, re- and they really tried it. Like I, and they, did a, they even did a music video, too. Gunner was in it. That's, so that's what nothing about that social media post that pisses me off mm-hmm. is you got an act that was featured on one of these songs and you making like first of all you're trying to implement this shit like this is the entire black experience like we all go through mm-hmm. it not like trying not to snitch mm-hmm. so can I say something? go, go ahead. ahead I think you're allowed to emulate that I think that's allowed behavior so there's multiple levels to anything right so if they're saying this is the non-snitch behavior that's allowed to be provoked and you decide as a viewer if you're going to buy in. Mm-hmm. Right? No, you most definitely can. So, so you decide if you're going to buy in. You don't have to buy in. No, 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 you but don't. But they're allowed to provoke that to people. With that being said, Gunna and YG, like what they're dealing with the, with the Rico, I think it's a lot. You mean young, um, 
young um young thug. thug. Sorry, what did I say? YG. Y-G. Lord, please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm this young, wait, it's funny because his name is Young Gangster. So like, so, oh, a, oh, honey. Oh, honey. that was like slime. I feel like I did a lot of DMs. Like people like, do you not know? I, I know, kind of, not really, but I, I kind of get a little. I don't bit. understand why they call each other slime. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, did you do the dirt? And maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I don't know. I'm not here to say that. I'm not. I'm not uh-huh. your, your ghostwriter. However, you're where you're at. And we need to take accountability of where we're at. And we need to, like, gung-ho with this shit. You're not leaving anytime soon. So what does that look like staying in? And we need to release music. And we need to release a speech or a segment or a statement or something. He was like a virtual 6 9 That's what he was. Mm-hmm. That's exactly but what... But 6 9 is not... Like, are you talking about the Rainbow Kid? Like, I can't. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why they painted that. I can't. Yeah, that's exactly like, who he was. You're match me young thug to Takashi like I think that's disrespectful that's what that's exactly that's what why I said yeah that's why that a lot of people got pissed off with because that. it was literally it was, it was a virtual it was a virtual like black this face. wasn't part this wasn't marketed like, like young a human. Thug is really about that life like he's really that's why he's on a Rico like mm-hmm. he's, he's really about that life like to compare him to somebody that snitch I'm not even saying anything about a rat I'm just saying I'm being honest like like, this is different. Like, pretty much what this artificial, what this dude did is that he literally got elements from all rappers like a Young Thug, Gunna, uh, 6 9 all those type of rappers. Who are you referring that, to? Like, the, um, because there was this white boy who came up with this program. Who are you referring to? I, I forgot his name. But it, I know, I saw the, I saw him and it's literally a white boy who did this shit. And he pretty much got all the information and he just put it in the computer in artificial intelligence. He put the money f- um, front for it. And he made this. For whom? For us to make money. We're talking about YSL? Like what 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 are you talking about? Like what do you mean? Like You're saying he made this available for whom? He made it available. It was a public. They treated this like it was an artist. Like who's like who's taking like who gets credit for this? Like who are you talking about? The label does. What but whom? Like what do you mean who it's it's whoever created this uh what are you like talking about this from? Whoever created this algorithm? Is the one that's getting credit for. I get that, but like, what record label is using that? Capital, Capital Records. To who, what artists? They he created was, their own artists. That's what we're saying. Created what their, yeah, exactly. He literally created his own. They literally created their own artists. So, what artists are using this right now? Nobody. Nobody. Okay. And and so again, what I'm saying is, people want to hear who's using this, who's doing this things, and that's where we have an opportunity to talk about it. Mm. But pretty much, there was huge backlash obviously so and Capitol Records saw the backlash especially from the black community and they were just like yeah we and they dropped the virtual rapper because they wanted no hand they wanted no parts from it and they apologized for it even though we had Cita on BG huh Cita you remember Cita she was a digital but that was on BT that was like right, a whole right, other right Capitol Records and BT is totally different but it shows that there is an audience no that's a difference though no not really because what was Cedar doing that Hits wasn't doing? Hits from the street was showing Hits from the street. And Cedar was doing the same thing from Cedar World, doing the top 110 of music videos, right? She was doing nothing different that Hits wasn't doing, right? No, well, the difference was there was actual real person behind it and right. it was controlled. But I'm just saying, like, ele- electronically-wise, we're trying to make that we created something we didn't. Mm-hmm. Cita is like, what what year is that? I don't know. That was like in the early exactly. 90s, 2000s. And that's amazing. So it's amazing when it's people within our culture doing it. It's horrible when people outside that, of. But do we know that they're not doing it? 
Yeah, no, we know. Oh, we definitely, we definitely know. Cedar? We definitely know the difference. Yeah. Cedar was done within our culture. This was done as a money grab to take advantage of our culture. That's yeah. the difference. So that's why the backlash came about because it's like, well, wait a minute. First of all, who's writing? Who's doing these lyrics? Mm-hmm. Second of all, what's what are you trying to represent here? Mm-hmm. And most importantly, after that, how is this going to be a detriment to artists themselves that the labels, you know, it's already everybody knows rule number 480, 4080. Uh, record yeah. executives are shady. Always shady. And I can only imagine that meeting when they were talking about this and pitching it. And everyone in the black staff was just looking at them like, this is not a good idea. Yeah. And they still went with it. And then they saw the backlash and they were like, uh-huh. Because I'm getting phone calls from people. Like, what is this shit? Right. And they were like, okay, okay, my bad. So they got that shit the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Rightfully so. Thank God. But it's going to open the doors for other shit. Because when another artist dies, say if like Kanye dies, God forbid... They're gonna well, Kanye probably allow that shit. I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he already got the prototype ready to go when he died. <laughs> yeah, Kanye ain't gonna do that. If you listen to the shit, you know I'm dead. <laughs> so now I can really say the shit I wanna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that back. I'm not gonna do that shit. But um, yeah, that's out the way. But that leads into what was that leading into next? Uh, Timbaland and Swiss Beats versus yeah, Triller. Industry getting shady. Yeah, yeah, we were all happy for them when they um, when they invested in the Triller and Triller bought them for how much? Fifty million. Uh, I think that's what they invested in it. Yeah, and they and they were gonna get paid off that shit. Well, no, they're taking their asses to court because they didn't get paid. And apparently, Triller hasn't paid a lot of the artists that they invested in, like a lot of the black yeah, folks. Yeah, the equity. The equity. They have not paid any of those people to do that. They And they're all taking, like, Triller to court. You know Triller's I mean? like, well, we gave y'all motherfuckers 50 mil. What more do you want? They and, said they haven't paid them all right, the money. Right, so now it's... I have an argument to that, so I, I can't... Uh-huh. I feel like Timberland and uh, Swiss did not do their homework. Yeah. I don't think they did either. Yeah. And, and the one I, feel like, I feel like they've been paid and they do not know how to re- diverse their resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I believe they got and paid in different go ways verses, that weren't monetary. The we went to, we kept saying, when is the artist coming on? They were never on time. Not never. Well, that, was just, that was just on the artist. But to be fair, there's fines for that. That's money. And they're not accounting for that. Mm. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. When it was like the B2K and Marion and Mario, they didn't come up for like an hour and a half. But that's like how artists are, though. No, 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 no. That's still money. Oh, you, yeah. When you sign for a contract, you come on at a certain time. They're not coming on. They're they're trying to make way for you. And that's why, like, D-Ray's stupid and all this. And, it's because you should have been on already. Yeah, that's usually how it but is. You're not, but like Timbaland and Swiss Beats has not showed up for time after time for a lot of artists for the versus versus versus. It has not been on point. It has not been good. They've been entertaining. They've been entertaining. It's, it's not been good engineering. Oh yeah, well. No, as a versus, I would be afraid to do that with Timbaland, even though I love Timbaland as a like as a producer. Mm-hmm. Your 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 data is not right. Yeah, I think it's, the first part of this they're not gonna hear. I forgot she's behind the mic. Scooch, scooch over here so that way you can oh, get no, it's okay. the mic. Oh no, it's okay. Because they won't hear you, so it's just gonna be like we just sitting here talking to nobody. Oh sorry. <laughs> I don't want to repeat everything though. No, they heard no, you. Don't. It's just moving forward. If you chime in, it'll be better to sit over there because it'll catch you. Yeah. I'm just saying, like. You can sit down. <laughs> You're fine. Uh-huh. I'm fine over there, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, I just think there were opportunities, and I feel like Timberlands 
and supposed to not do right by a lot of things. Maybe. When, like, the customers were waiting, like, hey, we're tired, we're going to sleep. Wendy's Cheesecake Factory's messaging you, like, hey, when are you guys going to go on? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like, you guys got your check. Like, perform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But and, you did, and also, you did Triller not. wasn't paying a lot of the other people, too, because there was other people they invested in. Like, and they invested in, like, other, like, influencers and all that stuff. And they never, like, paid their money because they, they invested. They didn't go to TikTok or nothing. They, they dedicated their time to making content for Triller, and they never got their money. So they're going, like, what the fuck is up? So that's why there's, like, a class. No, they. Oh no, 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 I'm talking about Triller. Triller. I know Triller. No, no, but the other people, not Versus. The, right, those but other Triller folks. paid Versus. Yeah, they paid for it, but they no, they didn't pay all the way. According to Timbaland and they Swiss, paid. I saw the receipts. You saw the receipt, the actual receipts. Yes. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Timbaland and and Swiss did not deliver performances on time. How much time do we have to wait for the artists to come on stage? Be honest. Be honest. Yeah, we were like versus like they were supposed to be on at nine. They didn't come on to like ten. Yeah, that's like how every like event is. But though. you're still fine. There's a fee for that. There's a fee. Mm. Yeah, there's a fee for that's like closing time. Because like, people got to go to sleep. Mm, there's that, a time difference. But when you go to a concert, like there's when, a time difference. When you go to a concert, that concert could start at like it's say seven thirty, and the and the artist won't come out until probably like eight o'clock or not not even eight o'clock. Probably like nine o'clock. They'll come out. That's usually like all concerts, though. Yeah, there's we're always not, that room we're for. We're not it. being honest about how people can tap out. At concerts? Yeah. Oh, they could tap out. Right. I'm not going to pay you for a fee if your artist is going to come on an hour and a half later. Mm. Yo, I feel you. I feel you on that. But when it comes to Timbaland and Swiss, like even Brandy and Monica, like that was an iconic battle. Mm-hmm. It took how long to get Monica on stage? They all it was just like egos, artist egos. But, they all have to but come on. You still have to keep the the like that was the before there. Oh, but right. it also determines if that's what they're fining them for, because all for all we know, that wasn't part of the, you're the contract. Being you're definitely being fined. There's a time you have to. No, start. no, I understand what you're, what you're saying. You could be, but if they're not, because that's a venue thing. That has nothing to do with Triller. Yeah, they, they're not Triller venues. So if the no, venue's okay it with does. it, does. If you're not starting at a certain time, it deals with Right, what I'm saying is if that's not what's put in the contract, then it that I get what you're saying. But if they don't care about timing, they just want to show Do you it think all they falls don't care in the about venue. timing? Truly just wants the views. That's I'm, it. I'm very clear that they're they're the reason why they have an argument is that like we told you at this time you need to be on here. I bet you they're suing that you were not available. Timbaland and, and, and Swiss Beast has been late so many times. Like they have but a then lot. they get, but they get a lot of like when the outcome when they look at those views and they see how much it's money they numbers. Made, it's, it's the numbers they all I care get about. The numbers, but you guys like you guys will tell us there's a versus and it's like two and a half hours later. Yeah, because they got to get the people to show up. They need to get as many people to watch this shit as they as they can. But that's besides the point. Besides mm -hmm. the point, it's pretty much at the at the end of the day, Timberland and Swiss they just got hustled. <laughs> they got hustled by Trevor. I don't think they did. I think actually they did the hustling, and I think somebody well, they, like called them on a bullshit. Maybe depending on how you look at it, but they got hustled, and they're just going. They're taking them to court and shit. So that's that on that. <sighs> but that kind of leads into offset. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with your Beatles, man? They're like the Beatles now. Well, if they're the Beatles, then you know who's behind it. Oh, so Cardi's um, Yoko Ono. <laughs> you want to say it, not me. 
Yeah, fucking. So apparently, I because for the, like how long they've been like how long has Takeoff and um, Quavo been like a duo for like the past six few months? months, few months. Yeah, and they've been very quiet about what's been going on within the group and all that. Like, have they broke up? What like what's going on? So I was just like, hmm, okay, we're like okay, whatever. They they released singles together. Offset was kind of doing his own solo shit, and then the bombshell dropped. Offset sued. Fuck. Offset is taking what's his name, QC to court for his solo career because he wasn't getting paid right. Right. And they were going back and forth on Twitter and shit. And I'm like, damn. First the Fat Boys breakup. Well, the thing is, Quavo and Takeoff said they supported it. Oh, of course. They but supported the it. Like Offset. Yeah. Offset. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a brother. Right. Yeah. But on the flip side, who was it? Coach K or P? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started letting the chopper sing. Yeah. He was going like, yeah, we all know who the real problem is. And you pointed out, you think, you think they're talking about, you think he's talking he about. He got, yeah, he got real sensitive about it. Like, no, nah, I'm not the problem. And I was like, I think you missed the subliminal that mm-hmm. you put out there. And I took it as he was talking about Cardi. And how is Cardi the problem? Putting stuff in his head? Yeah. Which, no. That's how it could potentially be looked at. And I don't <laughs> think that's necessarily the case, but I'm not involved in that, yeah. that situation. Because remember, she did have QC as her management that at would, one point. Yeah. And she it's left. Just, Oh, she did leave. I, I remember. Thought, I thought she was still managing. No, she left. Oh, shit. And then that's when rumblings about Offset took place around afterwards. Okay. Not This didn't happen this year. She left a while ago. Uh, okay. But, you know, Culture 3 drops. They have the success there. But then all of a sudden now everybody's kind of doing their own things. Their own he's, thing, yeah. yeah. So, huh. yeah, I don't think it's fair to blame her necessarily if she's putting her husband up on game. Yeah. But from the other side, looking in, if you have a business investment... From Coach K and P side, they're looking at it from the standpoint of you fucking with our investment right now. Mm-hmm. You, know you I mean? fucking so, with our money, right? We so. need Culture Four to come out. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like take what, off? What comes? What comes first, Culture Four or, or Shrem Life Four? Shrem Life Four. It definitely comes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're up on. It took. A, it took how long did it take for Culture Three to come out? Like what? Two, three years? What was twenty twenty one? Yeah, three years. Because they rushed Culture Two. No, I remember that. I remember that. Culture One came out 2017. They rushed it for 2018. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it took three years. Mm. Thank God they took a long time yeah. to get it done because it came out proper. That was like a masterpiece for you. Yeah. Things <laughs> look very funny with the second one. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that day when you told me like, "Oh, this is like me." And Martin was just like, "Yeah, I don't know about this album." He's like, "Well, what are you talking about, man? It's hella good." And you were just like, oh, "I had this album on shuffle." Mm. Yep. Yeah. And that's culture too. <laughs> Shit. <sighs> that leads into what? Uh, ASAP Rocky. Damn. What's going on right now, man? I don't know, but. <laughs> and I that was him shooting up in the Big Honest Club. <laughs> ain't doing more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So who? So who's ASAP Burr? He was part of the. A- no, ASAP Barry says ASAP that ASAP Rally. <laughs> Was who got the, the, the shot busted in his ass by Rocky? Oh wow! And Rally was in court testifying about that, so that's why he ran up on him. Oh wow! Damn! What the hell's going on in hip hop, man? I don't know. <laughs> Shit! The niggas were storing the film. Shit! I don't know. <laughs> no retrograde's coming, but goddamn, bro! What was going on? Festivals getting canceled. Fucking Timberland and Swiss Beats and Bad Business. Offset can't get his shit right. Oh yeah, Cardi went off on Nicki fans. I don't know if you saw that shit. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Oh my god, man, Nicki's just doing it, and her fans. Nicki's like Trump, dog. Her fans literally like follow just like her. 
That's why I'm glad she blocked me. So I don't have to see that shit. <laughs> like, I see it, but it's just like, Cardi needs to stay off fucking Twitter, bro. Yeah, there was no reason for her to respond, because that didn't even come from the main people that you should be responding it to. Was like one of the, it was like one of the main henchmen, the main Nikki henchmen or whatever. Yeah, like, even, that, even then, don't even pay that no mind. Like, yeah, yeah, Cardi just needs... It's like that scene from rap shit when they're going through the fucking comments and shit. That's that's Cardi. That's what Cardi's seen. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, Rocky, uh, apparently, uh, uh, how do I want to put that? What? If that nigga really could make a song, that should be Rocky loves shooting me. Rocky loves shooting me. That's funny. I'm watching Three Ninjas. <laughs> 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 that should be a song, man. I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Rocky loves Emily. <laughs> Rocky loves Emily. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's funny. <laughs> what, what was it? Rocky, Rocky loves shooting me. <laughs> Rocky loves shooting me. <laughs> oh shit, man! <sighs> but good news. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. He got a star on the Walk of Fame. Posthumously. Posthumously, Lauren London was there. His whole family was there. That was just like. Yes, that was that was good shit. Did you watch the speech? No, I was at work. Oh, uh, but it was probably on YouTube or something. Yeah, by that point it was Already so much done. news. You got remember we were gone for two weeks. Yeah, hell of shit just be popping off. Yeah, and shit. yeah. But it's definitely obviously it's commendable. They did it on what would have been his thirty seventh birthday. Yeah, man. So rest, rest in peace to rest to Nip Hustle the Great. Yep. <sighs> Do we need to talk about him now? It's time, man. Before we left. Shut <laughs> <Chin> up, Dad! <laughs> Do we have to finish it, people? Y'all know what this is. There is powerful niggardry at work here. JC on. Yeah. Bring your ass up on this fucking stand. Somebody did this. Dramatic. The life and times of JC on Taylor. <laughs> Heart and soul. <laughs> The heart, and, yeah. Parts three, four, and five. Yeah. 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 Now, before we get in there, we're talking. Weird ass Nick. nigga can rap, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, before then, it was, it was supposed to be thirty. It was supposed to be thirty-one tracks, but it got cut down to thirty, which is whatever. Because there was a song that was going to be on here called "World Tours" that featured Nipsey Hussle, and apparently Black Sam blocked that shit up on the ninth hour because. Of whack 100 obviously right <laughs> and i was just and it was funny because when you go on spotify you literally see world tours and it's and it's not highlighted and i was like you niggas were gonna still post it after black sam said no like the fuck <laughs> and then there was another song on there called um op or opp <laughs> you don't opp no that's what it means there was op featuring nba young boy and apparently they had to take that fucking shit off because i remember listening to it on like when it dropped it was one of the. Did you hear it when you first heard it? When you first heard the album uh, with NBA Youngboy, or did all the songs just blend in together that you just forgot? Some of them. It's. Been, I only played this album once, and when I played it once, I broke it up into tens. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. I wasn't so, listening to fucking two hours worth of music at one time. Yeah. And everybody'd be like, oh, but what about Chris Brown? It's like, Chris Brown makes hits, all right? Mm-hmm. That some of this shit just, some of this shit, don't get me wrong, some of this shit was knocking. Mm-hmm. Other shit was just, okay, all right. I'm going to get all the, because there's one song in particular that we have to talk about, but we're going to get all these. We don't have to. But, not have to, but just mention it. Yeah, I understand why you, you, you know why. into it. Yeah, no, I get it. You, you know why. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but the songs I do like on here, I like um, Voodoo. I like Home Invasion and Outside. Uh, you actually sounded alright on Burning Checks on the drill. Yeah, Burning Checks. Life, Heart versus Mind was one of those records that was just like when he's when games in his element. He's like, great. Those yeah, those great. Like honestly, those great records on here. But it's just a collection of records. And Drake with the braids, that was just fucking weird. Drake saying, "Yeah, I don't got time to be on your album, but I'm gonna work I'm on, on your album." <laughs> yeah, but I'm I don't on, got time your to be on your album, but I'm on your album. But yeah, but no verse. And it, it was like I said, the songs were cool. It was typical game. Change the game was great. It definitely helped out the fact that first of all, Rick Rock was the original producer mm-hmm. on Change the Game for Jay Z. Yeah. It also helps out that the remix also had for the original Change the Game had DPG. DPG. So hearing west coast swag on that track wasn't not only was it not weird or strange but it was their familiarity mm-hmm. so that made sense to me and then you put ty dollar sign on it like yeah. how does that not work yeah of course it's like a good combination right and who else was like he had kanye on there oh, yeah, asap rocky with money clash clothes that was a fire ass record i was surprised to see mick mill on here <laughs> i wasn't surprised because they're all cool now it's one of the better songs on there too yeah cameron was on there with killers yep and let's see what's another highlight record outside that was a good record too now now you know who's there what about the lies he Ooh. said this is gonna be one of the final al- this is his last album where he does sampling fucking lie <laughs> that, that's a lie he said this is gonna be my best album that's a lie somebody did this the fucked up thing is when I was listening to this album everything was good till we got to that track called The Black Slim Shady. Because throughout the album, he, like, especially because he has um, Start From Scratch Part 2 on there, which could have been on documentary too, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. And he was talking about how he was reminiscent about his fuck ups and how he shouldn't have went at Jay Z and how he's a changed person and very reminiscent and very retrospective and shit. Then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, you get The Black Slim Shady, which is the, the 30 track, well, it was 30 tracks. But it was a 30-track album, and it's a 10-minute diss track, and he is going at Marshall Matters and rapping like Marshall Matters. And it was one of those, like, it was like the biggest stain on this album. And I'm just listening to it, and I was like, I was entertained, I'll tell you that. I was really entertained. Then I was just like, what's the point? Like, everything he was saying was shit that I've heard everybody diss Eminem for. You're white, you pop pills, you white <laughs> uh, your daughter your hoe of a wife you're white uh, <laughs> there was one line in there when he said God made you damn near perfect but you have no soul wait what what, what? <laughs> what kind of shit is that <laughs> but you have no soul do you know who this nigga is <laughs> said he culture vultured it was like wait what wait, wait, wait. The motherfucker that actually studies our culture. <laughs> Call the, shut, shut up, JC. Shut I'm up. And then, and then and sat in studios like, come on, man. I'm not buying this. It was, and it was just like, it was like, why did you do this? 
Like, why? And you went so hard for no reason. Like, Mr. Shady, don't be lazy. Shut up! <laughs> Stay low! Stay low! <laughs> and it, it was, like, so just, like, mind-boggling. And everybody on Twitter, like, about I'll say about 99% of everyone on Twitter was just like, dude, why are you putting this? Even people that don't like Eminem were just like, what the fuck? Even Eminem fans that did not like MGK, they're like, yo, MGK's rap devil was better than this. Yeah, <laughs> and even I say that like, dude, dude, I go farther. Everlast's shit was better than that. Benzino's shit was better than this, dude. How you have like the worst one? <laughs> Can tell you, man. You think M should respond? No, that was a rhetorical question. Well, that's why I let Draymond answer it. Exactly, because it was so disappointing. Like, why did why you... didn't you just put this on? You know what it is, volume. You should have just made it a single. Why? why you know what this is, volume. 10. I don't even know if they made it up to 10, but it sounds I, I want to say there was a 5, so I didn't want to mention that, but that shit was that that was that was very disappointing and very just like oh my god, man. And like I said, like all the disses, like everyone that gets at M cuz I'm such a fan. I know like M's rapped about everything that you rapped about. So he was only rapping about Eminem during his Kobe 8 year. He never rapped about Eminem in his 24th in his Kobe. Which is when you could actually have some disses. <laughs> like if there's anything, that's when his that's when his armor was, wasn't Teflon anymore. Yeah, like you know he, what I mean? but and I can tell he really has not listened to M. He really didn't listen to him. So I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't because if he listened to Marshall Mathers 2, no matter how you feel about it, you would have known that Matthew was already killed off in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least I'll give him credit. He don't be blasting Eminem like that. Like, he, he stands true to his word. That's actually, he ain't telling a lie there. Yeah, you yeah. don't listen to him. Yeah, you don't listen to him. Like, you only look, like, he, and the thing is, he felt like he studied him, like, his first three albums. That's what it was. He only listened to his first three albums, Slim Shady, Marshall Matters, and the Eminem show. The way he was rapping, it was very old Eminem. Like, right. he was trying to out-warrior the Warriors. <laughs> right. Like, that's why I know a, a part of me wants M to respond just to show you how to do this, son. But it's like, for what? Like, for what? Oh, man, he really burned that bridge with Aftermath. He really did. And then seeing rumors about why he did it, he was like, I can't go after 50 because 50 can't rap. So I'll just go after Eminem. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's when I lost interest in the project. But at that point, fortunately, there was only like seven songs left, anyways. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that big of a deal. It really wasn't. The last song, and that's the funny part. He has "Universal Love" that features Chris Brown and Chloe on there. He's talking about how he needs to be all peaceful and love and shit. I'm like, dude, just a few tracks before you were just dissing Eminem and dissing his family, going on Haley's Facebook and saying, "Hey, can you rap?" Like, bro, what are you, dude? What? Fuck out of here, JC on. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much. That's sad. But that's pretty much that's that's dramatic. I hope M doesn't do that. Black Sam, thank you for blocking that shit. And it fucking it went it debuted at number ten. And, and while we're recording this, the new charts came out and it fell off the top twenty. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder what it been like if you just left that track alone. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could debut out the top twenty, and then it wouldn't have been that big of a drop. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why people tuned in. Yeah. Which robs. Is, the highlights of the project because there are some highlights there there were some highlights but but overall going with 29 tracks too like you know yeah I'm not listening I'm not doing like like Kanye did that with Donda but that kind of makes sense (laughs) and and not a lot of people can drop 30 tracks and just make it sound listenable I listen to that like a chore 
Even yeah, that's what, that's what that's what. Well, no, I'm saying I listened to Yeezy like it was a chore too. So yeah. I didn't want to listen to this. Yeah, Donna like, or whatever. Like yeah. yeah, I get you on that one, but just get the fuck off this shit. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, <laughs> Traumazine. That's how you say it. Like that's what the album's called. It's called Traumazine. No, Traumazine. Oh yeah, it is. Huh? Yeah, that's what it's called. Traumazine. This is her second, her sophomore album. Uh, that's on that's I guess it's the last last one on fucking um, 8701 or whatever 1501 why did I say 8701 <laughs> thinking of Usher's out <laughs> shut up shut up you know what the fuck I mean you listen to this shit and the first thing you say you, you remind, remind me you remind me of a girl <laughs> <laughs> this album uh, what's the best way to describe this it's it frustrated me. Improvement. Oh, it's a massive improvement because the tracks are there. Fucking NDA, NDA, that was a great opening record. Anxiety, Flip Flop, Not Nice, Ungrateful. Those were great-ass records. Yeah. You know, and it, and, it's, and it shows that she had some, like, depth to herself. You know what I mean? I like that shit. And her, that's like that, that's a fucking bop. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, yeah, this is a bop. And same with Budget with Lotto, Gift and a Curse. And what's it called? In Southside Royalty Freestyle with well, who was on there? South Walk, uh, Sauce Walker, Lil Kiki, and who else is on there? Big, let me see. Big Pokey. Big Pokey. Yeah, that that was, and Juicy J produced that shit. Yep. And it goes with our theory that Juicy J needs to be the creative force behind Megan on production. Absolutely. And honestly, these were great records. And Wet Wine, Consistency with Jane Aiko, Miss Nasty, Star with Lucky Day. Those were great records. It was just I just really hated how these this album was sequenced, cause I was listening to it and I got frustrated. Oh yeah, there's a EST, ESTG record on that shit too. Right. But I was really just and uh, what's his name Rico Nasty's on a record. I was really frustrated how this was sequenced, and I was just like, if you would have sequenced it like this, like that, and the other, this would have been a massive improvement. Like most likely her best album, but. I'm going to go take it a step further. It wasn't just based on the track list. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you why Ungrateful and the Not Nice, it's not the worst transition, Mm -hmm. but it definitely could have been improved by this one move. What? Put Key Glock's first verse second. Key Glock's what? Put Key Glock's verse second instead of last. Yeah. Because you notice when when he finishes, she jumps right back in. I'm not... um, Whatever it is that she says is ungrateful. Yeah. Then she goes off, and then it goes into not nice. So there's a similar energy. Yeah. That energy disappears mm-hmm. when Key Glock. And it's nothing wrong with Key Glock's delivery. Mm-hmm. His delivery was pretty dope. Yeah. But he's very laid back. Yeah. For it to go back into aggressive mode. Or you could have put not nice before. No, no. What I'm saying though mm-hmm. is to get to even forget the. Don't mess with the track list. Just yeah, look yeah. at how the features were sequenced. Mm-hmm. Um, Lotto going after her on budget was actually fine mm-hmm. because then they came back and they did the back duet and type back and forth type yeah, deal. So that, yeah, was, yeah. that was dope. Um, but even with the Pooh Shiesty record, I was like, should his not should his verse have been here? But in terms of was it needed or not needed? But did it need to go where it needed was placed because mm-hmm. it could have been shifted just to highlight her a little bit more. Yeah, you know, um, Rico Nasty that collab was fire. The scary collab. Um, consistency with Janae Aiko and then Star Wars. Some of these records just could have been pushed up earlier. Yeah, very much so. I really liked Anxiety. That was one of my favorite ones. That was one of my favorite records on yeah. the album. 
But this was a, like this was a huge improvement. No, for real, she did a great job. She, with this. Yeah, she did a great job. I, I, it was just the sequencing I was really just frustrated with. It was yeah. just like you got the wrong people around you. Like it, it was like it was one of those. I wish I was in the in the studio with you sequencing this album and worked with you and see how this shit could have went. But well, I wouldn't even say it's all one hundred percent on the wrong people. Not I the remember, wrong. Yeah, remember she's still young too. Like that there's too. still room for improvement. Yeah. So if, if sequencing is all, I remember after the first album, you were just you were questioning yeah. her mm-hmm. status. Yeah. Now on this one, if we're just talking about sequencing, but the tracks are there, then yeah, that's, like you see, I see the potential, I see what's there. Right. That's why I wasn't willing to just write her off after the first one. It's like, all right, this is the first time out. Like, and let's a, see how this really goes. And apparently, I guess since Nikki's still going at Cardi, I guess, I guess Nikki's going at Megan too, supposedly. Huh. They've been sending subliminals at each other, supposedly on Twitter and social media. And like her fans are have been attacking Megan for whatever reason. And I was like, really, Nikki? Hmm. Really, Nikki? Like you going after Megan now? You don't deserve shit. And apparently she That's like, the first time I heard that. I haven't seen Yeah, that. I've been I've seen I've been seeing it on Twitter like a lot. Like she's been they've been sending subliminals at each other on Twitter. Huh. Because she's been questioning Megan. because I guess Nikki sent a subliminal about her album sales and shit like that. Because Nikki went number one actually for her freaky girl shit. Yeah, that single been I've been hearing that places. Yeah, like that that that's a record. I mean I didn't I didn't really care. It sounded like Anaconda to me. But yeah, that is what it is. Larry June. Yep. Spaceships Spaceships on the Blade. Larry June come a long way, man. Yeah, he has. Now was he part of HBK? No. But was he affiliated? Ish? You'd kind ask, of, sort you'd have of. To ask Rossi. I, I, I don't believe he was HBK. Not HBK, but I know he had to have been like affiliated with them, with them, kind of. But nah. But this Larry June just gets better, man. First, it was the orange print that was last year, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, and he's he's been consistent. Spaceships on the blade. This was good shit. He's got names on here too. Yeah, you got you get two chains on that shit. Duckworth. Mm-hmm. Duckworth Wallow. Sid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like I could say currency, but we know that no currency. You know, him and Wiz are definitely influences on him. He got Alchemist on there, Babyface, Babyface Ray. Yeah, yeah, and still booming is my joint. And my joint on here is fucking things you do. That's that's one of my favorite records mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, and oh, hey, Larry Dreams on Games album too. Yeah, <laughs> but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like what's it called? Like Private Valet. Don't check. I'll say, I'll say this: the only thing I don't like about Larry June's album is when he drops the gangster records, but they're always towards the end. I don't know if you ever noticed that about his albums. Like when you get to like the gangster shit. Yeah, yeah, they're always yeah. towards the end, and it doesn't suit him because he's always. He, I always call him Quiet Storm raps or whatever, but he always talks about how he eats healthy. He likes taking girls out on dates. He's like. I'm trying to think of a... He's like a rap alternative Drake. Just minus the singing. Like alternative rap Drake. What, just because you eat organic and you like to live right don't mean you can't bust a cap in somebody's ass? I mean, it just... I don't know. It just doesn't feel... It just it doesn't been, sound right. I think you've been seeing the wrong kind of gangsters. Uh, you know how I mean, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he, know. F- he fits the, the the common gangsters that I, I saw growing up to a yeah, T. Yeah, same here. Then, yeah, I get they, it. They ain't the motherfucking loud niggas on Instagram. I know. Maybe, it's just, the, maybe it's just the songs. I just don't like the songs. Because I be in a groove and I hear that and I'm just like, ah, I guess. And then it ends on like a kind of a 
swag out, pimped out, you know, way. But it doesn't hurt the album, but it's one of those like, oh, okay, I know why you put this here, but I guess. No, nah, I mean, you think about it, like, think about Snoop and Corrupt. Hmm. They ain't, like, all up in your face, I'm going to do this, that, and the third. But yeah. at the same time, they also let you know, hey, I'm, I'm chill and relaxed, but if you want to bring that element here, it's here. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's how Larry June is. Yeah. Maybe even if you think about it, when Currency first started rapping, when he was with Young Money and No Limit, mm. he was more on that side too. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? True. Just don't don't let the the Jets and, and his son Cruz don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's still in Currency. But uh, overall, I this is a great project. It really was. This is a really, really good project. For Brand me. new Missouri with Duckworth. That's my shit. Still booming with 2 Chains. That's a great one. Yeah. All around, yeah, all around. This is a really good album. Very good album. Absolutely. Now, DJ Khaled! You know, I hear the horns. You know, like we always do. God did! Did he? Yeah. You sure? I mean, he said it. Now, this album came out literally 24 hours before we recorded. I don't have much of a review for it because it just came out. It literally just came out, but I can tell you about the first three songs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I skimmed it. (laughs) Like the first, I mean, technically it's two songs I can talk about because Drake's No Secret, which if I was college, I'd be like, really? Like, you came to my house and you recorded that mid Staying Alive and then No Secret, which is just... So, dude, you know how many writers are on that shit? It's like 47-second record and there is... Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight producers on that shit. I don't put much stock into that because you yeah. don't know what was sampled. You don't know... Who, like, And you got to remember, when you sample, yeah. you have to credit the writers yeah. from the sample. I get it. So it could have been two... Three acts that was Drake, the writer himself, a producer, and Khaled. Mm-hmm. But because they sampled something or he interpolated something, that in he has too. to credit that. So I, I don't. Put but it sounded there. like it was going to build up to something and Drake was going to really start going in. And it just ends. And I was just like, oh, all right. But y'all don't want to hear that shit. Let's get to the coup de gras of this shit. The, the title record, God Did, which should just be called oh, I Hold. thought you want to get the real coup de gras. Do it the real coup de gras. Oh, come on, man. These streets know my name with Skillet Bent with all them, the, the, the reggae joint. You know Khaled always good for one oh, of them. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's the coup de gras right there, man. He thought, he thought he was slick, too. He put that one, two, three, four. He put that. Where, where did he put that record? I'm trying to look for it. Oh, you put that track 14. Yeah. <laughs> Not track 18. Yeah, you know, you know for, for those who pay attention to Khaled albums, track 14 was always the final track on that. <laughs> And that's uh, when all the uh, Jamaican folks are on. Yeah, shit. yeah. All the reggae, all the reggae folks. Yeah, I don't listen. To, and and every time, that's when I turn that that's shit off. When you heard that, oh, oh, blah, 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 it's like, nope. All right, nah, I'm done. <laughs> he, he really goes all out. He goes out to Jamaica and everything for that shit. Yeah. Nah, no, Kyle, I ain't listen to that. You probably me fucked up. Who's on that shit? Let me see. Uh, I don't think it was Burner Boy. Let's see. It's. Uh, Wow, I can't even pronounce Skilly Bang, Bougie Banton, Capiton. Bougie Banton, yeah. Uh, Capiton, who I'm trying to see the performers. Thank you, title. <laughs> Thank you, title. Yeah, SZA, Skilly Bang, Bougie Banton. Damn, no Movado? Bobby yeah, Kill yeah, is on yeah, there. Yeah, now no Movado. Wow. Like, that's like, that was his ace hood. Yeah, he done did a full, uh, that was like clearing the house for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, nah, seriously, let's go to the real coup de gras of this shit. The title track, God Did, 
that featured Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, John Legend, Friday, that was his name, and Jay-Z. Friday with an extra Y. With an extra Y. Friday, that's why I said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay-Z. This track has been hyped up, be- well, mainly Jay-Z's verse, because Lenny S and Guru, Young Guru came out saying this is this record, this verse shows why Jay-Z is one of the greatest of all time. What's your opinion on it? Well, first, let's talk about. Damn, it's, I I barely digested this. Like I know, but I can't even digest this full verse on one listen. That was a four minute. That wasn't a verse. That was a four minute. That was a song that Kyla just squished on here. That nigga had Dear Summer too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because Rick Ross and Lil Wayne were on there, and honestly, Rick Ross and Lil Wayne killed this shit. Yeah, and I felt bad for Rick Ross and Lil Wayne because it was just like, why did you put why did you put this whole verse on there? Because no one's gonna talk about their verses, which is sad. Yeah, they, they didn't do anything. What did they do to you, Khaled? Yeah, it's it, not what they did to me. It's what God did. It's what God did. What the fuck does that mean, Khaled? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've listened to it like three times. I was in a spaces with Somia. Shout out to her. And other people, Rob Markman, Loki. We were all talking about this verse because all the whole Avengers were on Twitter just going, Yay! <laughs> and I, I didn't want to be that person because you know I want people I want because Hove is the goat and goat ha- and goats have stands so I'm just gonna let them enjoy it. I mean they're saying this is one of his best verses. I mean it's cool. I like Drug Dealers Anonymous a lot better. I liked what, what was the other one? Uh, Drug Dealers Anonymous. I like Seen It All. Um, what's for his What's Free verse? This was just cool because he just went for four minutes. I've heard Eminem go for six minutes. <laughs> like, it's nothing. I'm like... J.C. Young go for ten minutes. Whole <laughs> 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 went for four minutes. And went for six minutes. J.C. Young went for J.C. ten minutes. J.C. imitated both of them. Went for ten minutes. <laughs> you go one step or you went for 15. Is that the formula? <laughs> if you get one four by J.C. and a six minute by M, does that equal ten by game? <laughs> I mean, niggas were, nigga did a Madden quarter. Niggas were breaking down his fucking lyrics and decoding it, and like Guru was really just breaking it down. And I know that's your man, Guru, but man, like I understand what Hov's saying. That yeah, man, what he really means is this and that and the other, and it's like really deep meaning. Like no, no, I, I caught that face value. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I know. Like I think even Hov is just like when he spits it. I'm like, I, I really just mean that. I don't mean nothing more deep by it. But yeah, like when you taste it, you get the culinary arts. No, it tastes like the DiGiorno because it's DiGiorno exactly. but that's why I bought it I wanted DiGiorno like, you don't gotta hype DiGiorno up to me my nigga exactly I, yeah apparently like apparently according to Khaled like he showed up at the studio listened to, listened to his out, al- listened to Khaled's album nodded his head say, he said yeah let me take four tracks took the four like took the one track he wanted rapped over it sent it back to Khaled and he was just like yeah this is what I want now Khaled was an asshole because he really should not have put this he, he really shouldn't have put it as track two like you make you had an idea what he should have did with this. Oh, record. you should have broke this shit down like like free bass. Like the Carter. way the way Lil Wayne did on the Carter Four when it was just the intro, the interlude, and outro. Yeah, outro. Yeah, different yeah. rappers mm-hmm. all over. Yeah. Except for that one, it was a little different because Wayne should have been involved on all of them. Yeah. This one, it would have made perfect sense because Skylar don't be rapping. So what the fuck's the difference? Like the first one should have the like the the opening first one track. should have been Ross, and then in the, the middle, second interlude should have been Wayne, and, and then, then the, the outro is out. The outro should have been Hove, and it was four minutes. It would have been perfect. And it would have made sense, because that would have forced people, kind of, to listen to the album. Right. 
And then, you know. I just thought it was funny that it's 2022 and people are still figuring out that Hove just doesn't mean God tier MC. <laughs> like, yeah, we know nigga hustler on on Virginia. We, we get it out yeah, of Virginia. We like we know, it. we know. Like people are going like, damn, he's fifty two and he still raps like this. I'm like, yeah, Rock can still rap it like this if he wants yeah. to. KRS Ren can still rap like this if he wants yeah, to. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from the greatness. It's a great. Like this is a great. This is a masterclass of a verse. Mm-hmm. When people are talking about Jay, like they talking like he's like an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like fam, you're. This is not. The same basketball. Yeah, I love you, You're too. supposed to be dunking. You're supposed to be doing 360 flips artistically <laughs> at this point. <laughs> exactly. If you're, if you're dedicated to the craft like that. Yeah, exactly. But they're making it sound like, oh, he shouldn't be doing this. Why? Why shouldn't he be doing this? You ever see Boney James perform? <laughs> <laughs> shit. He still does shit with that damn horn. I, don't, I, I still don't, I don't understand. Yeah. But I don't say he shouldn't be doing this. Well, he's a craftsman exactly and Hove just does this because he just wanted to remind people who, who he is because he saw his wife taking up all the spotlight he was like no I'm Jay-Z I'm gonna remind people who I yeah. am <laughs> that's pretty much what it was he was like he was hearing how people were loving Beyonce's shit he's probably like I wrote that nigga said this ain't renaissance I've been the sauce I've been the sauce <laughs> yeah he, that's probably what it was he saw all the love for his wife's album he was like I want people to talk about me too yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rap for four minutes. Yeah, that's going to get people talking. This is his Me Too verse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was Hov's happily ever after raps. That's what this is. That's what he's been rapping for the past few years. It's been very happily ever after. And someone tried to argue with me on Twitter saying, no, it's not. You really have to listen to it. Like, Dude, he said Hov did. That's how he opened this shit up. (laughs) Should let you know he's talking this shit. He's talking his shit. Like this is happy ever after raps. Like and I was saying, and I, in in the spaces I was all saying, like people want Jay Z to drop another album. I was like, for what? What does he have to talk about now? Like honestly, well, I, don't, I don't believe in that. But no, no. But from my perspective, from surface level shit, I mean, he's rich. He's a billion. I mean, he's a billionaire. Has successful businesses. Has an icon of a wife. Has three kids. Consider he's already he just named four or five topics that I would definitely want to hear an album about that. He's already talked about it. No, he talked about cheating on his wife. No, but, uh, but I mean, he's already kind of talked about it. Not in this realm. I guess. He ain't dropped an album as a 50 year old. Mm. He hasn't done that. Yeah. Like, for all else, it's different when you're dropping raps as a 50 year old and then explaining all that stuff. Yeah, I get you. You know what I mean? Like, so that's fair. I want to hear that. Like, gr- like yeah, grown. But he's. Like- I ain't got my raisin brand. Kids ate my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like 444, kind of. Like, I mean. I looked at my kids and said, you know who I am? They said, we don't care about that no more. <laughs> like, like, you don't want to hear about him getting disrespected in his own house and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's different avenues that he could tap into because yeah. to the fan base, it's, oh my God, it's Jay-Z. Blue don't give a fuck. Exactly. He, his family, his family. Blue like, well, hey, okay, that's cool. Where's the credit card at? I gotta go make some payments to help help your wife with choreography. It was just like, crazy. Like, it was just crazy how Guru was going off on this on this verse. Like his his long term his long time engineer, and I was like low key he was pointing this shit out. He was like, "Yo, he's recorded whole so many times. There's so much shit on his hard drive, and for him to be impressed on that, like, what else is on that damn hard drive? Like, I'm still shocked he's never dropped like a lost tapes." It's probably not up to par for him, so it's just like, mm. I don't know. But other than that... Because his lost tapes aren't lost. <laughs> hey. 
But <laughs> other than that, I mean, it was a great record. I mean, that's, and, and honestly, at that point, I damn near wanted to turn the song off. And album. Then, oh, the, the album, yeah. I wanted yeah. to turn the album off because then after that, I saw Use This Gospel Remix that featured Kanye and Eminem produced by Dre. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's pretty much Use That Gospel that was on Jesus is King. It's, this is pretty much from the Dre remix album of Jesus is King. That's pretty much what it was. And they flipped up the verse. Kanye still does the hook. And instead of the clips, it's Eminem. And Eminem is rapping like Loray. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I mean... I mean, on the Eminem show, he said, I'd rather put out a motherfucking gospel record. That was 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. 20 years later, he rapped about yeah, Jesus. gospel record. This <laughs> yeah. was such, it was a dope verse, but this was such a strange club. It was so surreal. It was kind this of... This would have been like Kirk Franklin on a <laughs> on a strip club anthem. And he was, and you, and you I think you were more shocked he wasn't cussing. I, mean, I wasn't shocked by that. I was uh, just like, oh, it's a song that he's not cursing. Uh-huh. It's, I, it's been a long just, time since we heard an Eminem song. Where it's he's just so strange. Random. It's just random, man. I, I don't... Not, nobody did anything wrong. It's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, nobody did wrong, but Nobody this, asked for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's basically what it boils down to. I knew exactly what it was. Dude, it's funny. Before I left, I was like on YouTube, like came, came over. I was on YouTube and I saw, I looked on the screen and I saw reaction videos, people going like, oh, Eminem sent a warning to game. No, this shit came out. They recorded that shit two, two, two years ago. That was right. in 2020. That's when M recorded this shit for the Jesus is King remix album produced by Dre. That's just in the vault. And that shit ain't never going, you never going to hear that shit. Right. So, but after that, I turned the album off. <laughs> you listened to it, so how was like? What were the like songs? But the yeah. highlighted songs that you listened to. From Big improvement. I mean, I can't name it because I was. This is the first, bro. I listened to this shit when I was at work. Like, yeah. There's so much I could catch. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad though. I mean, not bad in comparison to the last album. Last album, I was like, all right, that's going. I mean, I like Jada Kiss interlude. I did listen to that Jada Kiss's interlude. That was pretty fire. I mean, the future and little baby record is one of those ones where, you're like, okay, neither one of them wanted this on either of their projects. So they just gave that <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dirk Twenty One Savage. I mean, familiar with those collaborations, you know. Mm-hmm. Quavo and Takeoff are here. Yeah, it was a party all the time. I remember hearing that sample. Yeah, uh, of course you got Staying Alive, but the beautiful record with Future and SZA. And that's not me saying, oh, there's a beautiful record like mm-hmm. title track, beautiful. Yeah. Future says that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's pray with Don Tolliver and Travis Scott. You could tell that one was neither one wanted that on either of their projects. So they just gave it to Khaled. But it's not horrible either. Mm, okay, it's like so, in the middle, right? Uh, Lotto and City Girls was okay. Mm. It was just okay. I've heard both of them at their best. In everyone terms of Lotto was, and City Girls. Everyone was talking about that Twenty One Savage. Like he, like, he spazzed. Mm. He spazzed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like we heard what he did on. Uh, um, what uh, wave bounce funk or funk wave bounce? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, volume two. Mm-hmm. We heard what he did there. It's here. All right, just deliver the album now. Yeah, it's, it's time. Uh, he got a Juice World track on here, and Juice World did. This is my problem with this. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, I, know. The, I, I know. Come on. I, yeah, I know. I come just, on. This, is, this is my first time seeing that. Rest actually. in peace, Juice World. But come on, man. I did like Jada Kisses in the loop. That was great. And what about Grateful? It ends the album. 
Okay. I thought there was more coming up after, and it just ended, and I was like, do I press play again because there's something else? Did my did my watch freeze? It just it just ended. No, it didn't just end. There's uh, a there's a nice transition out. It's one of the slower records. Uh huh. So it's like, I don't think he's gonna end this album on a slow. Po- oh, he did. Okay. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Shit. Yeah. I got you choked up. Huh? Yeah, I know, right? Exactly how I was when I was looking for yeah. like, wait, wait where's, where's the last track? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it's, it's you know. It's funny because DJ Khaled was on Game's album and he said God did. So yeah. It was French Montana. So I was like, a damn. So Khaled didn't even want Game on your album. I don't think God had anything to do with that dramatic project. Huh? I don't think God had anything to do with that dramatic project. Nope. I mean, I got to give it to Khaled, man. Like, he, he was, people said it was like a perfect rollout. Like, no, it wasn't. It's the same shit he always does. The perfect rollout because he just announced it within three days. Yeah, I didn't, mean, get, didn't give people time to react to it. Just. I think Father of Assad was his best rollout. The one with the Nipsey record, that was yeah. his best rollout. Yeah, but the whole well, he had a video for every single damn track. And he has videos for this shit, except for the main the main records everybody wants. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> shit, well, I got something stuck in my throat. Pause. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, besides that, well, you feel that was whole. You just got done listening to it. We I, get I, all can't, I can't, like, that's the thing, yeah. too. People just want to react to to mm-hmm. a moment, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're fair to do that, but yeah, I just I just listen to this. And it's, a, it's not even like it's a 16, where I can just keep rewinding and rewinding and rewinding. It was a four This minute. is a song within a song. I still don't understand why he did that. that that's the one thing that just boggles me. Like, what? And then, like, and then like, there's a huge amount of people... That as soon as they heard that track, they didn't listen to the rest of the album. Well, I'm not mad that he did it. Yeah. It's, I'm talking about the re, the reaction. <laughs> yeah. You live over there? You good? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you staying alive? Staying alive. Uh, uh. No, I- you? <laughs> 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 Nigga allergic to Khaled's album. <laughs> no, yeah, pretty much. God did these allergies. God did. God did. My uh, allergies. <laughs> nah, I got like a, like a chip stuck in my throat. Uh, yeah. Um... No, but I'm not upset with I'm, nothing wrong with the the verse. I'm more so just kind of side eyeing people when it's like, "Oh, this is the greatest verse," and you got to compare it to this. Fam, you just woke up to it, this verse. Knock it's it off. mainly the stop whole it. stands doing that shit. Like, man. Stop it. That's Come pretty. On. And they're no different than Drake stands. Drake stands. stands I the get same the standum. I, I understand that. There's there's you can talk about it in that range, but like when we like I don't know, just pulling up trying to compare a four minute verse to Something that he's done over years of time that's in the traditional sense. Like of any reverse. real whole fan would be like, like me. Everyone was just like, he's uh, yeah, I'm, I've heard this from him before. Yeah, he's capable. He's, he's capable. He's, he's, he does this on features recently. He, he was in, he was in a mood, and he was just like, I'm just gonna go here and remind people what I'm doing. And I'm gonna leave, and that's what he did. You know, he definitely wrapped this over Beyonce's mic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely said. He said, Nah, that, that's that 444 shit. <laughs> Give me your <laughs> shit, your shit. <laughs> Yeah, he went over there. He just felt away. He was just like everyone's talking about my wife. I don't like that. Yeah, I gotta put the I gotta put the spotlight. I want to share the spotlight because I'm Jay Z. Yeah. Fuck, give me that Act One mic. <laughs> <laughs> give me that. Apparently, when give me that Act One mic, so I can act brand new. That shit still sound like a motherfucker. Apparently, when it comes to that, they were saying Act Two might come out around Christmas. That's what I expected. A whole other. They say this is a whole other album, and I'm just like. Guess they're trying to bump her chances to get nominated for um, the Grammys and shit. But don't the Grammys and uh... the deadline? No, no, no. it's not gonna. 
it's not gonna nominate Act Two. It's just pretty much like um, oh, they just remind people, hey, that Act One it, was out. It's gonna, it might increase our chances. That's what the oh, okay, that's what you. the industry, industry insiders are saying. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. they say right now it's her and Adele. And I'm like, oh, until Taylor Swift comes out. <laughs> it's a dangerous strategy to go in December when everybody's checked out. Beyonce did that once. She did it with her self title. That's, that's when the self title shit dropped. You notice the self title one ain't necessarily towards the top of people. Well, no, it, it, it as it's aged. I mean, no, not as it's aged. I'm not talking about content wise. Oh, but you remember she dropped and people were like, she ain't gonna be Ashanti. <laughs> Yeah, she, yeah. You know I remember I mean? that. Like, you know, I'm not saying that there was there was credence or reason to use that argument. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when you drop in December, you, you get those arguments. Yeah, I know. You don't get to shut those down because everybody's in in buy now mode for the holidays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But man, man, I'm surprised she hasn't. And <laughs> they're still waiting for the tw- they're still waiting for the visuals. Like she was an asshole. She dropped a fucking a teaser trailer for like the the first song. Yep. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. And it was like a minute and forty of just visuals. And then it just ends and it goes to the fucking audio. And I was just like Beyonce. What? She did it for um, Break My Soul too. Yeah, that one. No, that was clickbait. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. That one was hilarious. No, this one was a lot longer. This was like two minutes. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> that shit was like two minutes. <laughs> and then it went, okay, never mind. This is just a teaser. Like, nigga. <laughs> she did the power thing? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll continue with this albums. Another album that dropped, same time as Khaled. It was a lot better than Khaled. I actually listened to the whole album. No, I, I wouldn't. I would be very surprised if this album was of lower caliber than, than God did. I know. So, but God did. So that's, that's not saying. While you're saying something, that's not saying much. Yeah. But J.I.D. dropped his sophomore album, for The Forever Story. I only listened to this once. I have to go back and listen to this shit. Because, again, it dropped literally right before we recorded. This was very good. Extremely good. Fucking um, Crack Sandwich, which was pretty much like a story track. That was that was fire. Surround Sound, which came out last year with Twenty One Savage and Baby Tate, that was fired. Um, Cody Blue Thirty One, that record when he was singing yeah. on there, that's my shit. Yeah, fucking Lil Durk was rapping on brother. What's it called? Brother name, brother and them. Brother and them, like my brother. And yeah, them. my brother and them. Yeah, that shit was fucking fire. Um, Ari Lennox on Can't Make You Change was fire. Nigga had you say Bay, aka Most Deaf on Stars. Mm-hmm. He had Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne wrapped his ass off on Just mm-hmm. In Time. Oh my god. Did you did. double take when you saw the feature on the last track? Aaron Allen Kane. I don't know what one you're looking at. Are the you last looking at track. Better Days? The last track. I'm looking at the last track. No, you can't be looking at the last track. What, track 15, right? Lauder 2. Yeah, Lauder 2, yeah. I'm talking about the feature. I'm looking at the feature. Raven. Who's Raven? Our Raven out here? Raven Justice? That's what I'm saying. That's why I double took. Oh. That's why I was asking. Did oh, you double no, take? I didn't double take that. Yeah, no. I, I saw, saw Raven name. and I was like, wait a minute. And I saw them. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't double take at all. I saw I saw the name. I was like, oh, okay. But apparently that's not the, that wasn't supposed to be the last track. 2007, which is on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last track, but he didn't clear the sample in time. Right. I don't know what it is, but he better clear that fucking sample. Because that it was. That ain't up to him, bro. I know. 
He needs to find a way. About it ain't about better. Just let it be, because that's it was a it was a perfect that one clear. It was a perfect outro too. That's the thing. J Cole talked in the end and shit. Right. It was the perfect outro. Yeah. Track 15's cool, but well, just buy the album and just download the track. I know. I know. That's yeah. I was gonna do that anyway, but it's just the principle. But all around, like I'm gonna go back and re-listen to it. I can't. I don't really have a perfect assessment of it, but I really loved what I hear. This one just came out too. Uh, but I will say it's JID. You know, it's mm-hmm. not much to be said. JID. Yeah, uh, I already had good. I already had a good listening experience with Surround Sound. Mm-hmm. Dance Now was a record that just popped up on YouTube, so I heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's. I'm, I'm gonna be revisiting this one. I just don't have a lot to say because I only had one listen. It, only had one it just listen. came out. Literally, I'm not gonna give a re- uh, review of something that just came out off so, of one. Yeah, listen. so when we come back, <laughs> we'll probably give a proper review, maybe. Or we'll not talk about it like Lost in Rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Lost in Rhythm. Wait, you niggas lost the rhythm. <laughs> no, you know who's really lost it is fucking Freddie Gibbs and Bernie and Betty the Butcher. Oh wait, there's still a couple more. Oh yeah, wanna, yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. You got one more. I want to give a shout out to Tink. Oh yeah, yeah. She did drop it out. Team huh? drop pillow talk. Mm-hmm. Hitmaker oh. is laced all over that production wise. Hitmaker. She was talking her talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tink, Tink just she's she's great. Yeah, two changes on that shit too. He was that was a killer collaboration. Oh nice, damn two changes. Yeah. He was in the right studio. Yeah. <laughs> Gang changes on uh cater. Do you have any familiarity with that? Who? They flipped a lot of good samples on here. Really? The what? track is called Cater. Hmm. Think about it. Cater to you. With there you go. Child. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sample. Oh, nice. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, nice collab with uh with Money Long. Hmm. You see the title track there? Mine. 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 What what's the what's the track? Think of the sample. We're we're way past the nineties now. Oh, boy's mine. Yep. <laughs> Even just, damn, you know how far, like, when you just heard the vibe, when you heard the strings, I knew exactly what it was. Yep. Damn, I'm old as fuck. Yeah, no, they did a lot of great sampling on here. Oh, okay. Shout out to Tink, and then shout out to Tank. Tank? Tank dropped an album. Oh, yeah, he did, huh? How was that? R&B money was pretty damn good. It was like vintage R&B? No, he, yeah, his name is back. Jay Valentine's on here. Ooh. Chris Brown's on here. Ooh. Vito's on here. Ooh. Dre from Powers on here. Rotimi. Does that say Tyrese? Or T-Verse? No, that's T-Verse. Okay. He don't like Tyrese. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. He don't like Genuine. I know. <laughs> you see when they said Genuine look like Quagmire these days? <laughs> <laughs> Same old. And he just does that little shit and winks at you. Like, nigga, what were you doing? Anyway. Yeah, now that was a good project, though. Okay. But the one I really want to highlight is The Soil Zone. Hey. One of the hometown guys. Rex Life Raj. Yeah, this album yeah, this album came out like a few weeks ago. Yeah. I was been meaning to listen to it. That's the thing. That's the crazy part about it. I've been meaning this to listen to very, it. This is very actually came out last month. Yeah. That's why I got mad at Rossi. I texted Rossi, I was like, why don't you tell me about this? And he's like, My bad, I thought you heard. And I was like, No. Yeah, I heard Beauty and the Madness. I featured Wale and Fireboy um, DML. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one, yeah. This album is oh, yeah. talking about a man. It's basically talking about him dealing with very, very serious life changes, um, and then how he dealt, how depression took over from that. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who aren't familiar with Rex Life Raj, both his parents passed away within a three month span. Damn. Then it's it's this is a beautifully done album about mental health and healing. Mm. Uh, that's what I appreciate about this project. Um, 
Very, 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 very well done. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting in my work cell trying to hold back tears. That's how well done this was. Mm, okay. uh, this is definitely a project that I would have no problem putting in my top ten if I actually sat down and thought about my top ten at the end of the year. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta, very, very, very. Well I've been done. meaning to go back to this. Um, so for those who are familiar with him, how he rapped on, I forgot which publication for his freestyle. Can't remember if that Double was Hot XL. 97. Um, the one that's been up recently. Mm-hmm. You'll get those kind of bars from him, mm-hmm. but it's not that on this project. This is a very... It's very R&B, Neo Soul. No, 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 no. This is a, an album for healing. Oh, so that's it's kind of like... This is very introspective. Is it like Big Steppers or kind of ish, like therapeutic? I, I agree. Mean, like, I, wouldn't even call, I wouldn't even call it therapeutic. I mean, it's probably... I don't even know if it's therapeutic for him. This is just mm. something he had to get off his chest, and I, mm. under, I understand um, he even said at one point, I, I think it's in the, the opening track. He even said, "I don't even." I goes, "I dread the day I got to tour this album." Mm. So you know, it's, it sets the tone for letting you know where his mental state is at the time that this was created. Hmm. Uh, the vulnerability was very much appreciated. He was honest. Mm-hmm. He didn't hold anything back. Mm. Uh, I don't want to compare it to to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers because this in itself is its own project. Yeah. So to do that would because. If I get my honest opinion, this is a lot more easier to listen to than Mr. Brown the Big Steppers. I mean, obviously, yeah. You know it, what I mean? It, it, I remember the Wale record. That one was pretty smooth. Right. So, it's to me, it's not it's not about the smoothness of it as much as it is the authenticity and what he's explaining. And mm. this is not for people that, if you're going through something, don't sit on it. Don't hide, you know. Allow yourself to feel, but allow yourself also to be reached out to, reach out as well. He just goes through it. And then those the interludes that go into it with this project, it's very... Very crushing. Mm. So yeah, no, but overall, it, this is this was beautifully well done. Um, I gotta, I gotta Rex Life Raj is just that's he's he's that guy. He's what that part guy. of the base he's from? East Bay. He's so Palo Alto. Not Palo Alto. Palo Alto's been this bro. I'm not thinking of Shut up! Shut up! Come on! Not, um, what are you shut talking up. about? Shut up! You didn't want to say it, not me. I know, but I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the city, Daily City. Daily City is not East Bay, brother. Shut what is you? Next, next subject. You keep, man. T- you keep snitching on yourself. Lost in the riddle. No, you're not. <laughs> Shut up. What are you talking about? I gave you East Bay and just was going to leave it at thinking, that. I was you went all the shit. way to the peninsula. I was Daily City and shit. I'm, I'm like, like, what are you man. talking about? I was thinking Daily City. I was, I was trying to say Daily City. No, that ain't it. Where is he from? Berkeley. I just left it at East Bay. You kept going to the peninsula. I'm like, why are you going over there? It's the wine talking. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you know your way around outside of uh, Lake yes. Cunningham. Yes, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Stay in my face. <laughs> Stay off. Speaking of people that need to Shut up. Freddie Gibbs and Bernie and Benny the Butcher need to shut up. These niggas are in their damn late 30s, 40s and shit and beefing. Like, dude. Like, I don't know what. This kept, that's, why you want to, that's why you want them to stop? Because they're in their late 30s, early 40s beef. No. How they're Nigga, doing late it. 30s, early 40s beef is great. <laughs> No, but the way they're doing it is just really just like it's corny now. Like, how's it corny? One nigga says something, another one gets punched in the eye, and then stole his chain, and then fucking posted it on social media, and then just just they're trying to out petty each other. And then it got to the point where a few days ago, Benny the Butcher posted um, what's his name, Freddie's girl, who's on OnlyFans, like sucking dick or whatever, and everyone was just like, okay, why'd you post that, bro? And, every, and even his girls going like, oh, no, no wonder I got more subscribers. And it was just like, but then, You helped him profit? You're yeah. going to embarrass him, but Gibbs already knows about it? Like, Yeah, I was like, dude, what are you doing? But it was the funniest shit because Gibbs posted on his, on his Instagram. 
like uh, Benny's like hair was all pushed back and he put the barber's coming nigga oh, yeah. I was like okay that was funny the barber's coming nigga what's his name on on uh, on force cousin what on for oh I know who you're talking about I forgot his name it's been a while since I watched Forrest I will say that when they jumped him. They, oh, he didn't even have to get in the character when he went on set. <laughs> oh, they no, no, fixed he was, his eye for him. Yeah, he was himself. Yeah, yeah, but it was just. And that hurts to say because you know how I feel about Gibbs. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just. It was just weird. Why you want that? That's why you want him to stop. Because no, I want them to go on record and do it. Stop the stop the social media shit. Just go on record and do it. You're talking about a two petty ass motherfuckers. Well, I know Gibbs to be petty. Yo, Gibbs, I knew this beef had nothing to do with record. That's the thing. Uh-huh. I knew when it came to Gibbs. I, I explained this. Yeah. I said if you're going off of bars, then cool, you could give give uh, Benny the upper hand. Yeah. Said, but this beef ain't about bars. Yeah. Somebody gonna go blow him personal, and it ain't gonna be Benny. Oh no. It's gonna be Gibbs. And then That's he tried. And, and, and the thing was, I was looking at. Then he posted some shit about him going to. Who's the dude that died? His manager's grave or whatever. He said he was gonna go to his grave. Uh, some shit like died? that. Um, Griselda's manager. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he said I he was, didn't know about that. Yeah, well, he, I I didn't know about the phrasing. I, yeah, it was some something about he's gonna visit his grave or some shit like that. And then like a few days later, just Freddie just like Benny just posts that shit, and everyone's like, "Dude, why did you post that?" That's how that's how everyone felt like, "Dude, why did you do that?" Like everyone just looking at Benny like, "Dude, you're being corny right now." Would you feel it's age appropriate if the niggas put Bluetooth sets in their ears? Bluetooth. <laughs> this is the Uncle Beef. That's what they do, though. They really yeah, do. It's Uncle Beef, nigga. Yeah, it's, it's Uncle Beef, nigga. <laughs> the butcher coming, nigga. It's for the uncles. Maybe that's why I like it. I'm a, I'm a yeah, new you're uncle. an uncle, so yeah. yeah you like them, them uncle barbershop like, fucking talks and yeah. shit like that. You the type of nigga to shit in the bed. Yeah, you baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker got diarrhea at the mouth. Diarrhea at the mouth, man. Shit in the bed. baby. Ah, fucking, speaking of just tattletale ass niggas, this nigga oh, Irv Gotti. This nigga. Well, this, one of the, I like BT's docu, a docu-series on these labels. Yes. But seeing the snippets on Drink Reddit. Champs is why I have yet to watch this. Yeah. I didn't, even, I didn't even watch the Drink Champs because I just saw the snippets. I'm like, he's still on this? Yeah, this is, I guess he was promoting the Murder, Inc. docu-series. Same shit that they did with um, Rough Riders and what was the other one? Cash Money. Cash Money. No, no Limit. No Limit. They didn't do Bad cash Boy. They didn't Death do a, Row. They didn't do a Cash Money one. Yes, they did. BT? Yes, they did. They did a Cash Money one? Yeah. They did a Bad Boy one? Bad Boy and no, Death Row were like the first two. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, I, I mean, oh, y'all know the story about Death Row cash money but anyway yeah they did the one this is the one on murder inc i, I guess i saw part two part, the cash money let me see, let me see no, i don't think they did BT cash did. money i think that was itunes that did that it because i know they did rough yeah. riders they did no limit but anyway death row was the first one. Oh, okay we all know that shit but this one the um the uh murder inc one they were talking that they were pretty much talked they talked to ja they talked to Black Tide, they talked to Charlie Baltimore. They pretty much talked to everyone involved in, in Murder Inc. except for Ashanti. And I was just like, okay. And I only saw part two. Like part two was like, I literally just stumbled on it. I was like, oh yeah, this is on. And I was watching it, and Irv Gotti talked about when he had when he met Ashanti and how his wife kicked him out the fucking house and shit like that for cheating. And this nigga Irv Gotti talks about when he first met Ashanti and when she was recording at the studio a lot and shit like that. And he gets to the point 
where he was like, yeah, man, like our friendship was really close and blah, 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 blah. And then one day, like we was recording all night. She needed a ride home. So yeah, I gave her a ride home and all of a sudden she was at the door and I just grabbed her ass and just kissed her like, Mwah. that's how we just, how I'm doing it. That's how we did it. <laughs> Push a button. I can't with what I want to press ain't even on the board. I got to find what I really want to press now. Well, I want to press ain't even on the motherfucking board. This is what I want to press, my nigga. Like, hold up. Hold he on. said, say that again, please. So he drove a Shanti home. He drove a Shanti home. And just and then he was just like, yeah, man. So after that, I just grabbed her by the ass and kissed her like, mwah. Like, I, that's how he did it. Just mwah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he did. And I was just like, okay. And then they talked about other shit that went on. They talked about when they signed, not, they weren't, they were about to sign Nas to murder. Inc. Of course. And that's was, probably, that's probably, honestly, that's probably the biggest what if. When you think about uh, sports in terms mm-hmm. of free agency signings and mm-hmm. trades and what if. Yeah. That's actually probably the biggest what if. Yeah, if he signed the murder, because he was like, "Yeah, Ja got the Nas got the streets, Ja Rule got the charts, and the Shanti got the fucking the R and B stuff." So I wanted to cover it all. And well, was, it ain't just about covering that's it all. Like, no, I understand. Yeah, what he's also leaving out is Nas is very reputable and can help withstand a beef. Mm-hmm. And what beef would I be speaking about? <laughs> You talking about the 50 shit? Everything. Yeah. So now how does Eminem respond to that now? Exactly. That's exactly You see what I mean? That That is why it's, it's probably arguably... Well, Wait. that's why it's probably arguably the biggest what if. Not in terms of them winning that, but just mm-hmm. in terms of how, how M views Nas. Now, this the other part of that was this was still in the grips of the whole Jay-Z and Nas beef. And they, they talked to Jay-Z on this shit right. too. And Jay-Z said flat out when he saw that, he said, like, yeah, he, like, he was trying to sign Nas, but he was still beefing with Jay-Z. Like, even though TakeOver and Ether, that shit was over with, the beef was kind of quote-unquote over. They still didn't like each other. Right. And he was looking at Irv like, word? And the way Jay talked about it was so matter-of-factly. He was going like, you said you're going to take over, like, take out everybody. I'm talking about, I thought it was, like, people on that side. But you meant everybody, including me. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said it just like, look, oh, that's how I got to treat you now. Okay. But that's, that's, that's pretty much how he said it. And I was just like, and then after that, like, Hove started doing collaborations with 50. Then y'all remember he um, was on the 8 Mile soundtrack. Then I remember he did the um, the Watcher 2 when he said that little subliminal to Ja Rule. Remember that? Yep. I was like, oh, so that's why he did that because Irv was doing that shit with Nas. Oh, that makes sense. But the funniest part of that whole shit was Irv was talking about how they want to take out everybody and shit. He was telling Nas about how they're going to take out the streets, take out everybody. And then Nas was just like, yo, we might get killed for this. And then Irv, Irv goes and says, yeah, you know, who gives a shit? We're going to go out. If, if that's the case, we go out like martyrs and shit. He's like, yeah, I was out of line for that. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> what? That's what he said. You want to be shook so bad? Yeah. <laughs> he said that. He's like, yeah, I was out of line for that. You might as well put John in the passenger seat and start driving. What the fuck is wrong They with talked you? about clap back for a bit, and they were saying it was like too little, too late. And then it was talking about. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about when 50 was going after them and how, like. Oh, no, no. Bro, was, you want to know how old that. You know how far too little, too late it was? It was like three. It was like two years after no, that. No, no, right? no, no. I can tell you the time frame of that. Mm hmm. 
Their version of Hail Mary came out when I was in eighth grade. That was 2003. Yep. You're right. Clap back. Still 2003. I was a freshman in high school at that point. It was too little. Far too little. Like, what are you talking about? Far too little too late. Like, I was in two different. I was in two different frames at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. It was much. I was the top of middle school when that shit started, and then I was the bottom of high school when that shit's like. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Too little, too late. Yeah, I remember that. And they were talking about how they tried cheating that shit like it was the fucking bubble. And he was (laughs) like, "We just gonna resume this, and everybody just gonna remember it's the same." No, it's not the same year, nigga. Folks were reminiscing. They were talking about Fifty and job, and he was talking about how he was trying to blackball Fifty. And Irv was like, "Yeah, in hindsight, I should have let him sign to Sony because he was going over to talk to Sony." And I called up Tommy Matolo and said, "Hey, man, if you sign him, I ain't fucking with you." But then in hindsight, then after that, he fell in Eminem's lap. I couldn't call Eminem. He was the hottest rapper at the time. And on top of that, Dr. Dre's backing him. Oh wait, Irv God, he said Eminem was the hottest rapper at the time. Hmm, makes you wonder how people tried to change history. Just it was funny because he was talking about how him and Ja had the charts and shit, but he was like, Yeah, he was one of the hot he said he was one of the hottest rappers. Uh, that, hey, people Still. make it sound like he was just there. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, and I can't I can't I can't punk Eminem because he got I, Dr. Dre. I wish I could be just be there for 10 million going diamond. <laughs> <laughs> diamond was just there. He has two greatest hits albums that's still on the charts. Yeah. Literally still, they're both still in the top 40, which both versions could right. call one and two. Right. Nigga. Greatest hits. More greatest hits. And he's on DJ Khaled shit. Not so greatest hits. <laughs> like gospel record. Yeah. We got the greatest hits and the not so greatest greatest hits. <laughs> and this. <laughs> <laughs> they got the greatest hits and the not so greatest hits. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I said. I said you got the greatest hits and the not so greatest greatest hits. <laughs> Like you gotta say it all like a pimp named Slickback, like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. You got the greatest hits, and then the not so great greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's that's the best way to describe it, they all went platinum. That's the I looked at yeah. every I looked at every single one of them, and I was just like, that went platinum. Even if it's Spotify platinum, nigga, it's still platinum. I was surprised he didn't put Kill Shot on there because that shit went platinum overseas. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly. I wouldn't listen to it actually. I'm like, when I was at work, I listened to like it was like this two desk. I was listening to it and I was like, yo, he really was rapping. And there was certain songs he didn't even put on here like "Remade You" from Relapse. He didn't put that shit on there. He knew better, right? <laughs> he put all the rapping rapping records on there. But anyway, yeah, back to the murder ink shit. It was quite interesting. It ended right when the Fed showed up. That's where it ended. That was part three. <laughs> that was part two. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, part three is next week. Why are they ending part two? When the Fed show up, that's basically the end of Murder Inc. No, because they had to rent us. They were talking about what happened with him and Shanti, and he, dude, he went so in depth. With there that. was so much history of Murder Inc. before the Fed showed up. And oh yeah, that yeah was they, the they, second they, one. Part one, part one was like the week before. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Uh, you would think the Feds would show up in at the end of part three or the start of, or the end of part four. I thought that shit too. Yeah, and that's another thing they talked about. They talked about how Irv was putting all his energy into Ja Rule and Ashanti and his relationship with Ashanti and shit. And the other artists like Charlie Baltimore and Cadillac Ta, Black Child. Yeah, uh, Black Tie. It was was it Black? No, Cadillac Ta and Black Child. Yeah, that's why he said Mitsubishi Ta and Crack Child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, they were kind of at first when they saw Ashanti blow up. They're like, okay, we get it. Like we get it. But he was literally ignoring them. Because he was put yeah, all... niggas was only showing up on the damn compilations. Mm-hmm. And they only had two compilations. Yeah. 
I mean, they had the they had the dysfunctional family soundtrack on, for Eddie Griffin on Death Row, but that was a Death Row release. Yep, they just were featured on there. Yeah, and they were getting kind of frustrated because it was just like, "Bruh, you putting all your energy into Ashanti, but you're not focused on us. Like we're a label. Like the fuck? You had a good roster too. Was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't you know. It's not like I mean, I understand Ja Rule and Ashanti getting the shine like that, mm-hmm. but Vita wasn't no slouch. Mm-mm. I mean, you can say what you want about Charlie Baltimore, but she could at least put songs together. Bitch yeah. looked like she died last week. Hell, I mean, <laughs> you can say what you want about Cadillac Ta and, and Black Child, but they at least deserve to at least do a duo album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chink Santana, albeit not the best name. It was you funny. They all said, like, they knew they knew the jig was up, but after the fucking... Uh, remember that video of Ashanti and Ja Rule? Was it Wonderful? I love it when you see me, baby. Your look, the grease shit. Oh, um, no, wonderful was with the uh, him. Yeah, I wonder if he performs that as at his concert in jail. How he performed that shit? No, no, how he performs that in jail. How he performs that? How's that for? If it wasn't for the money, I wonder. Would you still love me? Would you still let me? Yeah, that's another way you can't. I guess I could play that one. You can play that. It ain't that bad. It's not that bad. It ain't that nasty. He he asked me. That's his. That's his. You know, he he can't read. So that's his twelve questions. How he did that shit was. (laughs) You catch what I'm saying? Yeah, that's his twelve questions. (laughs) It was really crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You doing a run on sentence for a fucking hook? What's wrong with you? This is a sick. This is a sick Negro. I wonder. And they named that shit wonderful. <laughs> this nigga really can't read. This nigga can't read. It's a sick oh, can he can't read? Oh, can he can't read? Woo, <laughs> <laughs> shit. That was funny. They really named that shit wonderful. That song was pretty hot, and 50 Cent dissed all <laughs> Kelly for no reason. Just before the, it was after the tape. 50 was so hot, I allowed him to get a to get a cheap shot on him, my uncle. <laughs> no, or, or oh Charlie when he went at um Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. I think it was Banks that went at him. Yeah, that, yeah. Lloyd Banks went at him in uh uh what goes up must what comes around. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that was oh, that was a fire ass record. Yeah, because that's when he said Ashanti got the sideburns thicker than his. That's what yeah, Mike said that. that. Yeah, yeah. But when he said, uh, "Come on, Jaw, you put a fucking crackhead on your single," I was like, "I'm gonna let that slide." <laughs> yeah, that was around the time period where Fifty was going. Anybody that collaborated with Jaw, yeah, he did. Like when New York, I remember when I will never forget when New York came out. I saw Fat Joe, I saw Jada Kiss, and I was like, "Watch Fifty diss them niggas." Lo and behold, Piggy Bank came out. He dissed them niggas. New York. This this how this is how sadistic Fifty was. The song was about New York. And 50 came out with a disc so powerful that New York started beefing with themselves. <laughs> 50 nuts, man. Like, Something's supposed to be about unity. Yeah. And unison. Everybody moving together. And this nigga 50 said, nah, fuck that well, shit. Fuck that shit. You a job. So then niggas started picking sides. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like. That shit was so toxic. A nigga from the West Coast chose them niggas <laughs> over 50. And 50 was signing his shit and making his songs. And 50 beefed with them. <laughs> 50's a sick Negro. <laughs> Still love that man. He was about his principle. It was a principle. Like you said, yeah, nah, that's that's what I appreciate with, with Fifty. Yeah, like, you know, the thing with Fifty is that Fifty really doesn't respond unless he's provoked. If you really go back and look at history, everyone he goes at because he wasn't going to go up Murder Inc. 
Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to do it till they went and did that radio, uh, the yeah. radio show, Irvin Ja. Was that in the docuseries? Because they should have put that in there. Talk about, no, they did not talk about the, the source interview. That's when they went at him. It was right. that source interview. Right. When, and he said, I'll never forget, the, he was like, if, if 50 comes at me, I'll take that whole label down. I don't care if it's M or Dre. When as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, why'd you say that? Yeah. You just opened it up, and that's when M went at you. That's when Dre went at you. That's when, man, that was the time period when everyone was bowling Ja Rule. <laughs> then he, remember, then I do give him credit for loose change. Ja went out in a blaze of glory, but yeah, that was, you know, and he got at M. M, you claim your mother's a crackhead and Kim's a known slut, so what's Haley gonna be when she grows up? Murder! Yeah, that, was that was hard. Yeah, that was a hard drop. That was a hard that was line. A hard drop. And that pissed off M. What's wrong to say my little girl's name? Fuck! What's wrong to say my little girl's name? Fuck it! You fucking pluck pussy! He went hella white. <laughs> Nothing! Ecstasy that got you all emotional and mushy! <laughs> Wait, ecstasy? Wait. <laughs> they did mention that, though. They said he was popping pills. They said Irv was popping pills. should just been out here in the Bay. <laughs> he was saying that shit like it wasn't a normal Tuesday out here. Yeah, I'm really... Yeah, he yeah, said, oh, I was popping pills. I was going crazy. Nigga, you talking about Thistle Skittles? <laughs> Them shit's for breakfast. What yeah, are you talking about? Yeah, I'm really... Yeah, that 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 triggered him. He, but what made it so dope was that the fucking beat dropped. Yeah. It just scratched. <laughs> Come on, Em. Your granny mother's a crackhead. And Kim is a no slut. So what's Haley gonna be when she grows up? Murder! You know what it Shit is. Was fire. That, that was a fire ass line. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what we talking about. Beef presentation. Yeah. You can't just say oh. TJC on. Yeah. You can't just come out. Oh, he the type of nigga to shit in the bed, blame it on the baby. Nah, you gotta do. You gotta have some presentation with that shit. That was that was the definition of going out like going yeah. out in a blaze of glory. Well, he did because then he went at Lil Mo and was like, wait, what Lil Mo? Lil Mo was just one of them bitches. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> You'll never have a hit. But she had like three with she you. Had, what are you talking and about? She dissed him too. Yeah. And at that point, everyone went at Buster John. Rhymes came out. Yeah, on the Hail Mary remix. What would I be without you? And that was it. Yeah, that was like, it. You can't come back yeah, from that. You can't, yeah. yeah, a lot of that beat didn't even come from 50. It was just... He went at everybody. Yeah. He tried to go, you want to bring, you want to see Pac come back? You want to see Pac come here? It's here, nigga. It's here. And they was like, no. No. And then 50, and then 50 went on Realist Killers and got Tupac's soul. Yeah. And then it got Afini to fucking. Then he went back and then tapped him with Biggie's spirit. <laughs> we the Realist, nigga. <laughs> and then Pat, uh, had, who was it? Um, Chris Lighty. Uh, yeah, it's rest my man case case like fuck you, Earl Gotti. Nigga, so you gonna turn the industry against me? No, I industry you, motherfucker. And here's the here's the, the FBI. The whole industry bullied Murder Inc. Yeah. Dog. It was really them against. How do you bully a label called Murder Inc. And no, it's the M- listen. Just like the irony, you bullying niggas who's Murder Inc. Remember when he spelled Murder Inc. wrong too on that? Yeah. It's, it's M U R D E R Inc. Wait, what? Yeah, wait, wait. That's not how you spell the M U D E E R E. That's what happens when you hang around R. Kelly too much. You become illiterate. <laughs> you either pick up the nasty or you become illiterate. <laughs> or you pick up that weird twitch. If it wasn't for the money, God's a the Joseph. I wonder. Wonder. Funniest part about that shit was when Charlamagne was talking about the beef and he was like, Yeah, 50 was talking about Ashanti sideburns, and I never noticed the sideburns. Now I'm watching her videos, looking at her sideburns, and they showed the side video, like one of her videos, showing her sideburns. I was like, Oh, come on. But you notice what Envy said. What did Envy, Envy say? said probably one of the most, most important things about that time what? was when 50 dropped Ghetto Quran. He said if the DJs played it, DJs was getting their ass whooped in the parking lot just for playing the record. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even like, I support 50 in this beef. 
it was if you play this record, you're getting your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Like, and you might not make it to out of a wheelchair afterwards. Did they do that and get Richard Eye trying the movie? Yeah. Like, yeah, they depicted yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since we're on 50. Well, side note, uh, uh, Breakfast Club. Mm. Yeah. Charlemagne. Yeah, fucking Angie Martinez. Not Angie Martinez. <laughs> and what's her name? Angela Lee. Angela Lee is leaving the show. She's gonna have her own show because she she went on Twitter saying the Breakfast Club isn't gonna be the isn't it's going over as you as you know it. as, you, as so you know it is over. So people thought that this was the end of the show, but right. no. And I was like, oh man, if only Jesus and Meryl could have just held out a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she just left and is doing her own shit. Yeah, and salute you, to her. Yeah, salute to her. And, what's and, her podcast name? Um. Oh wow, it was it's not Girl Theory. It's a. Uh, Girl talk. Girl talk. Oh my god, I'm about to look that up right now. I got. Yeah, go. but it's in addition to because her podcast is also being syndicated. It's oh, it's not really? just the radio show that she's getting. She's getting. She's hosting her own salute to and round of applause salute to her. Mm-hmm. Black woman in media. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela Lee. Angela Yee. Yee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so her radio show is going to be a Monday through Friday show, and then her podcast lip service lip service uh, is also going to be syndicated as well. Yes, yeah, so she's been around. Thing. She's been around the game forever. Absolutely, man. she's been. And she still looks the same to me. Even though yeah. she's like in her forties, she still looks the same. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to her. Absolutely. Um, but to then just close out that that talk. Yeah, man. I I don't understand why that the feds show up at the end of two and it's a five part docu series. That's strange to me. What do you? What else are you gonna talk about now? Oh, so then I showed up at Ashanti's house. Yeah, because he was talking about how Ashanti left him and shit. He was all mad about that shit. Is he gonna be? <laughs> peeking in the tree when Nelly's hitting it like <laughs> they, they really went he really went in depth about their relationship but now he really focused on it and he said the song Happy the song Happy was inspired by their relationship okay alright and then and Ashanti didn't they, and they put up a, they put up a disclaimer saying Ashanti declined to be a part of this and I, I wonder just, why yeah I wonder why she wasn't yeah. like, she'd rather go on tour with Nelly I, she was, they were just out here See, that's the thing. I did not know they had a relationship until like years later, and I didn't really care about it. This thing's still talking about it years yeah, later. Yeah. His wife leaving him and shit. They talked to his wife too. Wow, it was also on that reality show he was yeah, on. He didn't even talk about his wife this way with such passion. Uh, that, that must have been some fire he had. I mean, you see what Ashanti looks like lately? That's probably why he's, he's so obsessed because he sees what she looks like now. I think yeah, she, she is. Her, yeah, she's in her auntie phase now. Oh, Lord. Man, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be obsessed too. Shit. I thought you were gonna say I'll be your uncle. Uh, that too. <laughs> Shit. I think it's funny having a murder ink talk, and then the, the closing point is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is why M still brings up the Ja Rule shit in some of his songs. He still brings that shit up. Like, dude, that wasn't your body. That was fifties. I mean, I guess Ja Rule's the only like notable really rapper M went at, but M didn't yeah. really diss him like that. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'll, I'll end up. To, I might just wait till it's on episode four. And then I, can I, I mean, it's it, on BT plus. Yeah, no, I get it, but I might just wait because this don't even sound like. Maybe I you missed said the fed. You said the fed showed up at, at the, the end, end, part two. I think there's so two. much to because they talked about like the the rise of nah, it, bro. How many, how many episodes have been out? Yeah, look that up. Like, like, this can't be episode two, or maybe episode three. It might have been, it might be episode three for all I know. Because it's like a four parter, six parter, I think. It's a five. Five-parter? Yes, I... So... What, you found it? I'm about to look that shit up, too, because... I gotta know. I wanna know. Yeah, it's at the end of episode three. Oh, so this is episode three? When you said Jay-Z was talking? 
Yeah, he talked yeah, in episode, this is episode three. Yeah. All right, all right. That now this sounds a little better. When episode two, I was like, wait a minute. The Fed should have ended episode two. Mm. So I guess I saw in the middle of it. Yeah, no. Nah, the for episode one is Irv Gotti founding Murder Inc. and yeah. explains what led to Murder Inc. Okay. Then the second one is when Josh started heating up mm-hmm. the bad blood behind the scenes with Fifty because Fifty wasn't signed at the time. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, a high-profile collaboration with another New York music star, and then episode three is he's focusing on Ashanti. Yeah, that's marriage, what I was episode three. The attempt to sign Nas, how it alienated Jay, yeah, and then know. then murdering's rivalry with Fifty. See how it says in episode two, bad blood with Fifty. Episode oh. three is the rivalry with Fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was like the last real rap beef. If you really think about it, no. Well, <laughs> mainstream wise. Mainstream, like label again, because you gotta remember around that time period, it was Murder Inc. and the Source <laughs> against Shady, Shady Aftermath, G Unit, and Double XL. We ain't getting that shit no more. No, no, <laughs> that's no. Like, that From was that like, perspective. Yeah, that was like wow. Like I remember, Proof got beat up in the club and shit like that by Murder Inc. affiliates, and then right. he went in the bar, he went in the booth and recorded a disc record at him. That was like real beef. <laughs> yeah, the second teams was eating during the beef. The D12, Obi Trice. They put all that on mixtapes. Good times. Man, we don't get that no more. Well, I mean, shit, even Obi Trice put it on his album. Shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan with Dre, yeah. yeah. Fucking uh, Tony Yeo. Yeah, told Ja Rule you gotta swing up just to hit me in the knees. Yeah. Yeah, man. Obi Trice dissing Ja Rule. Dre dissing Ja Rule. He also went at Jermaine Dupri in that one. No, that was, yeah, during that time period, yeah. yeah. That was random too. Yep. Good times. Well, no, it wasn't random. It was because of JD's comments. Yeah, because he said he was big, the biggest producer out of everybody. Yeah. And Dre was like, "I don't need kids to tell me that. I don't need to yeah. make hits." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eh, anyway, what's next? TV shows. Let's see. Oh yeah, speaking of fifty. Oh, it's a big rich town universe. <laughs> Raising Kane and bike. Importantly, Rock is back. Rock, Uncle Marvin, and Uncle Lulu. No, that's just Rock, because, mm, mm, bless that one. Oh, you got lusty eyes. Yes, I do. Uncle Marvin, my favorite. <laughs> you got lusty eyes. You yeah. damn right I do. Shit. Yeah, no, nah, respect to, respect to, to Rock. I love <laughs> the Rock and the actress that plays Rock. Mm-hmm. Uncle Marvin, my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like Uncle Marvin, He used to be saying shit to just, like... <laughs> Motherfucker said, I would be out, out there with a surfboard. Motherfucker, you don't even know how to swim. Why would I know how to swim if I had a surfboard? <laughs> then they told him, oh, oh, yeah. He started pointing to his head like he knew like he knew the inside joke. <laughs> nah, I said, nah, y'all better not kill Uncle Marvin. You can't kill Uncle Marvin. He's going to get killed. Yeah. Not this season, hopefully. Yeah, Jukebox won't do it. You know how, mm-hmm. how they feel about kids killing parents. <laughs> parents killing kids. Yeah. <laughs> The it's, big rich town. Fuck the big rich town. This is a disheartened and, and, and unhealed rich, unhealed town. It's wild. This show's really getting a lot of like critical acclaim. Like people are looking, really looking at Raising Canyon as one of those shows up in that yeah, urban absolutely. crime drama shit. Because it, it has a whole different feeling than the whole all, the whole Power series universe right. and shit. But yeah, on episode two, that was man. I well, saw, episode one. Oh, episode we, one. We breeze yeah. through that real quick. Yeah, pick up Canyon. Uh, from Virginia, he comes back home. You can tell there's a lot of change within the family construct. Mm-hmm. I think the greatest scene as of season two so far mm-hmm. was the family dinner scene. 
Oh, because yeah, of how yeah, because yeah, of yeah, the yeah. paradox to how it was in the pilot mm-hmm. when they were at the diner and yeah. it was they're all love they were loving they were joking. Mm-hmm. This one you could just tell shit's just str- so strange. Well, it's business, yeah, it was business yeah. And how Ryan now they're trying to turn they're trying to take business out of it and get them back to the family mode. But so much has happened between everybody mm-hmm. where there's no going back. And the kid who plays young Kanan, he's talking more and more like fifty. Yeah, he's really getting a lot of his mannerisms and how he talks. Like it's it's and it's a very slow process. Yeah, it's a slow too. That's why I like it. Like because right. when he becomes who he is, oh boy, the writers do such a great job because we already know Kanan and, and Jukes. Uh, demise yeah they do such a great job of keeping you interested in those characters yeah because it could easily be all right i already know what happens to them i don't care mm-hmm. but i'm so intrigued with learning where they these two i mean for all intents and purposes kanan's not heavenly anymore yeah but in the grand scheme of things he's still he's still heavenly and he's still you know mm-hmm. innocent to yeah. a certain extent yeah you just wonder where where was it that they both became monsters? Mm-hmm. What was that moment? Like what gonna, set them off? And it's gonna be a slow. It's gonna be a very slow moment when it happens. Right. And when it happens, it's gonna be like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell with Juke, it's a lot of trauma. It's not just one event. It's, Dude, she be moving like a snake. When she moves her head, she moves like a snake when mm-hmm. she looks at you. And if you go, if you've had, if you've gone back to rewatch the original Power, mm-hmm. her mannerisms are just like the actress that played Juke. Also, oh, she must have really studied her. Mm-hmm. Man, ah, oh, man, great shit. Then episode two. Uh, well, to finish out episode one, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's Omar Epps character? That, I keep looking, double taking, like that's Omar Epps because he looks the same. Nah, he just look big as shit. That ain't the nigga from Love uh, Love and Basketball. That ain't, that ain't the nigga from Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I still see Omar Epps. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't. I still see him. No, like, that I'm, ain't cute. That's Steel, nigga. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I still, I still, when I look at that, that's still Omar Epps. To me. He looks like he's in his 30s instead of 40s. To me. That's just to me. I look at him, I'm like, you arrest crack, don't you? You're <laughs> I like what he said to, well, that's an episode too, but go on. Omar Epps. Uh, yeah, so his character, uh, not only does he wake up from the shooting, mm-hmm. he doesn't need a bone marrow anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like Rock inadvertently saved his life. Yeah. Because she had an incompetent son that didn't know how to finish the job. Didn't know how to shoot. Yeah. Well, you know how to shot, he hit him, but he just mm-hmm. didn't know how to finish it. Yeah. Uh, but then they come up with what ends up in episode two, which is, oh, by the way, you got somebody that's snitching in your crew. Mm-hmm. That, that episode two hurt my heart. Yeah. That when hurt. you find out who it was, I was just like, damn. Especially how they set him up in episode two. That was fucked up. Damn scrap. Yeah, when they when he went in there, like, oh, this is great, man. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, boys. Marvin Lulu couldn't even look. They turned away. He turned away. They both cried. Yeah, and Rock just put that gun and went. And as soon as he found it, he was like, oh, man, before he can even like plead for his life, Rock pulled the trigger. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's a cold bitch, but I love you, though. Yeah, no, that, was, that was really... <laughs> That was a good buildup, and then uh, especially with the shit that Fifty said in the end, yeah. And when he was going like, "Some things you just don't need to say anything." Yeah. So let me shut the fuck up, and it just goes black. I was like, "I love this fucking show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show." Yeah. And it's just there's so many ways. Oh, forgot the other part when um, Kanan went into his boy's room and she was and he was famous. 
Huh, famous, famous yeah. yeah and she was he was sleeping with that chick and then his mom came the white home. girl from uh from college or whatever yeah and then she came home his mom came home i was like damn you bring these whores <laughs> it's not a whore no 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 the problem was she was speaking in spanish yeah. and then she went straight into english i was like oh she dead serious yeah when they start speaking in english that's when you know it's fucking serious yeah, it's, it's a it's done. yeah she done with your ass like, get the fuck is I don't know I don't know she's from college mom right <laughs> but Unique gets out to nothing yeah and I don't know if you caught the biggest uh, oh shit put a pin in it what when Rock comes out from the the stash the stash spot at the corner store the mm-hmm. bodega uh-huh. and she sees Unique's girl so oh. now Unique's girl knows that that's where their headquarters is at mm-hmm. damn that ain't that ain't by accident. No. But I knew someone was gonna have to scrap when they brought up how they wanted to bring in I forget homeboy's name his uh, unique's right hand. Yeah, I knew someone was gonna have to scrap because I'm like, there's too many people in the kitchen now. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to go. Yep, and it ain't gonna be one of the uncles. Nope. So as soon as he said, "Oh, I was hoping my cousin move uh, move a painting," mm-hmm. why would you say some stupid shit like that? Seriously, it's like you bringing people into shit now. Yeah, and then that's how they he could have easily gotten his cousin killed. Dead ass. And you know what's fucked up? I don't mm. even believe Scrap was the snitch. Really? I think it was his mom. Mm. Go back and... and I'll, I mean, you don't have to go back. You just go back for clarification. Yeah. When you go back and rewatch the first episode when he gets pinned, mm-hmm. she says, where's Detective such and such? Why the fuck would she know a detective's name? Yeah. Fuck. This is good shit. Yeah. I love the shit. Yeah. But before Raising Kanan came back, we saw the series finale of um, P Valley. That was good shit too. That might be the greatest fictional song I've heard. Which one? Seven Pounds of Pressure. That song is hard. That shit is nuts. <laughs> Little murder, baby. Yeah, oh, that's man. big murder. After, big after, murder. After yeah, episode yeah. eight. That's big murder. That was big murder. Yeah. Yeah. That was good shit, man. But it just it but well the 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 uh, the parallels of both him and Mercedes and the seven pounds of pressure mm-hmm. and what it, how it just it, it affected both of them in different ways. I love how they brought in Megan The Stallion and called her by her alter ego. Yeah, Tina well, Snow. Tina Snow. I was like, yeah. oh, that's genius. Yep, yep. That is fucking genius. Yeah, I like that. that yeah. So Tina Snow is in the P Valley universe, not Megan, but Tina Snow. Right. That's that's fucking genius. Right. But um. Yeah, that record's hard. And the other one, Champagne Pain or whatever, mm-hmm. that shit's fucking, that shit fucking rock knocks. Like, I listened to the damn soundtrack. This is fucking... Soundtrack was dope. They had Big Crit on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he recorded a record just for that. Right. Yeah, but when it comes to that re- the show, like the finale, I was very just like, y'all about to jump the shark, aren't you? Because you came in there during the second season. Yeah, so... Yeah, so you haven't watched the first season. Because apparently the main chick, Autumn, the chick who plays Autumn she's leaving the show and she was the quarter like she was the person she was the main character in the first season so she's leaving the show like that they literally wrote her off and it kind of has like a cliffhanger because she's i guess pregnant with twins supposedly and she just left and she it came out that the actress is leaving and i was like i mm. I can tell you from watching season two, mm. she took a back seat. She did, though. So it was more of an ensemble. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. So I, again, this is me speaking without having seen, seen season, season one. Season one. Yeah. So I can only speak so much. She, I can only go off of what I've seen. They focused more on the ensemble. So it does. Yeah. Even if you're like, it's jumping the shark for your perspective. Uh huh. From my perspective and just seeing season two, just solely focus on season two. Mm hmm. 
if they were going to pull her out, now is the best time because it was an ensemble. Yeah, it really. Yeah, this season really was an ensemble. I mean, season one kind of was, but she kept the show together. Yeah, this one I didn't see her keeping the show together. It she was really more, didn't. It was more yeah. Mercedes and uh, and Uncle Cliff. And yeah, Uncle Cliff, man, I and, love and murder. I love Uncle Cliff, man. I love that nigga, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's he's like one of them dudes like I could just have at the house and just smoke, drink with, and just pop shit with. Like, he, oh yeah, he cool. He gonna talk his shit. Oh yeah, he's gonna be like, not nah, now. One of them bitches gave me the money I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> like word, take another shot, Cliff. Fucked up. You wanna go riding them bitches? <laughs> I be working them bitches. I be working them bitches. I be working them bitches. Yeah, man. But I don't know. I just felt the finale. I just felt like oh, y'all about to jump the shark, aren't you? Hmm. Okay. I mean, if they do seven pounds of pressure, I'm cool with it. Oh yeah, as long as the soundtracks are fire, that that's all that fucking matters to me. Yeah. When it comes to when we keep staying on the shows, uh, there's uh, oh. there's a few uh, rap shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're getting close to the finale. This well, we got two episodes we got to talk about. The episode when what what do we miss on rap shit? Because we have, I feel like we haven't talked about it. Which for, oh the slap the slap and then now uh, they responded to it I thought that was perfect that's that, just that's that is social media one oh one really that was a masterclass on how that shit works yeah somebody sees somebody else do something then they decide that they want to chime in and then now they have a whole fucking platform based on what another motherfucker did exactly and that sounds like us yep yeah hey ding that's a ding and. and, and No, it doesn't sound like us because we also praise people. Like we're talking about the motherfuckers that make platforms just to criticize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are all platforms that do that shit. Yeah, not us though. But Shauna called in and was like, "No, no, no, no. Why are you even in women's business, anyways?" And it was like, "Well, that shut you up." Shauna's kind of going through it, like because yeah. I guess her man just started talking shit about. I mean, in a way, her man had every reason to kind of look at her different because. He loved her for the music that she was doing. You know what I mean? For like the rap songs and shit like that. Like the and she used to and he used to talk shit about all the fucking city girls of the world and shit. And then she literally became what she hated. And I I could tell that's probably why her man just hated that shit. Now he wasn't well, a bitch. You, well, you know, I was about to say, well, if he wasn't a bitch ass nigga. He really was a bitch ass uh, nigga. Because every time it seemed like it was who was making effort to be together it was her yeah to be with him when they went to that Spotify so, party and well I would even say just on phone calls yeah that too and come to find out we know why he was fucking the other girl I think he just said that because he was mad yeah well part of me kind of feels like he said that because he was mad because she wasn't answering yeah well when you don't answer the phone mm-hmm. on the other side because she remember she was texting calling him he wasn't answering he really wasn't answering so you know, yeah yeah he got to lose but every that, time man. they showed him he was studying and he was he really was studying with that girl Oh, he was studying all right. Man, he was studying now. I, I'm just looking at the regular, like the, what's it called? The, the rules for shit. If we don't uh, see he, it, then I mean, it that's happen. fine. But I could tell you, hey, he was studying the woman's body. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But Shauna just didn't really have time to grieve. In the words of Kendrick, I grieve different. That's yeah. Shauna. <laughs> yeah. Really? Because she started just literally like going with her coworker, her scamming ass coworker. And just started doing cupcake, like filming herself on his jet ski. And I was just like, why are you doing that? He's trying to call you, trying to talk it out. And you're just like, just ignoring him. So you're just going, and he sees you on Instagram chilling with another dude. That's why he said what he said. Like, okay, well, yeah, I am fucking that bitch if you want to, if you really want to know. And then she ends up fucking old boy in the shower and shit. And I was just like, damn, that quick, huh? Hmm. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Women. 
that's that was the insecure parts of the universe kind of going in. But that's some real shit. That's what some women do. Yeah, you know, so it is what it is. But then this episode come the, this current episode, she pissed me off. Of course, there's no reason to go do what she did. So apparently, this episode they went, they got invited to a party, a mansion party. Ironically, it was James Harden, <laughs> James yeah. Harden's party. Oh, side note, did you see that video of James Harden throwing out the cake? Yep. <laughs> I, I hope that was fake because he just tossed that shit out the fucking boat. <laughs> yeah, that shit was real. <laughs> Frosting didn't come on him or nothing. He just tossed that shit. Yep. But anyway, yeah, they had a part. They were, and they practiced it and performed it together. Like I said, they had a good rehearsal. Good rehearsal and shit. And then she had she what she fucked up was because she went and talked to her um her old friend who yep. used to be a manager. And she got her feelings because they, it was a bad argument. So they were about to do seducing scheme. They were, they were performing. She was in her head. So what did she do? She went full B-Rabbit. Never go full B-Rabbit at a mansion party. <laughs> Maybe at the shelter. Somebody did this. Maybe at the shelter in not, Detroit. Not for that. But not at a fucking mansion party. She went full B-Rabbit and just started going... Fuck a beat, I go acapella. Fuck a Papa Doc, fuck a Glock, fuck a Trey. That's what she did. And she was so tone deaf, dude. She's like, it's tone deaf too. She's like, don't you see? They was feeling that shit. No, they weren't. No. Even I was cringing at that shit. I'm like, what are you doing, Shauna? What are you doing? Yeah. You went full Issa Rae on this one. <laughs> that's some shit Issa would have done on Insecure. Awkward black girl. Oh my God, yes. That's some shit that would have happened on that. And they're like, yeah, play the beat. And then the DJ was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they was upset about them air horns in the rehearsal. I bet they wanted them air horns to say with that. Yeah. Nah, you, don't, you don't get this. You ain't getting that. She was spitting, though. But Nobody wanted to hear that shit. Nobody wanted to hear that. Why did you do that? <laughs> you know, and even, what, what's her name? Mia was just like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that, you selfish-ass bitch? Yeah. And who's the manager name? Like the the um, janky janky promoter. What's her name? Uh, let's see. When I pissed off Timberland, because oh, even man. I was I cringed at that shit. That brought back bad memories actually from our publication we used to work at. Oh yeah. <laughs> Chastity. Chastity. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know so and so. Timberland. Oh, you know so and so. Yeah. I don't fuck with that nigga. Yep. <laughs> Just walk right past them. I'm like, what are you doing? What she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of like cringeworthy. It was a really cringeworthy episode, but when we come back to see the season finale, what happened? And mm-hmm. hopefully HBO Max doesn't cut this shit because the way Discovery Warner Brothers Discovery is working right now, they're just they're moving fucking stupid. Apparently that house party shit's gonna be in theaters now. Yeah, so I was like towards the end of the year too. I don't know why people are putting things in December. Nobody gives a fuck about just like that's Warner know? Brothers dog. Warner Brothers apparently Warner Brothers has only enough money. To release two movies this year. That's um, the Black Adam movie with The Rock and this other movie with um, Harry Styles and shit. They only have enough money to promote that because they're in debt right now. Because they're canceling that Batgirl movie. Oh, so you're telling me if they just would have released the damn thing and would have recouped some money back. You th- yeah. Something tells me they would have recouped back the $90 million. They probably would have, yeah. Even if it was a bad movie, people still would have tuned in to see how bad it exactly. was. Exactly. The CEO, I don't know what they're doing, dog. Like, they're doing some stairs. They should just sell DC at this point. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Give it to Kevin Feige. Yeah, sell it to Disney. Speaking of Kevin Feige, have you been watching She-Hulk? Nope. It's decent. I haven't watched anything Marvel-related since uh, Doctor Strange. 
You ain't missing much. That's why I haven't watched anything. I mean, I mean honestly, you Strange. really... I, like, for me, from coming from an MCU fan, because I'm just watching just to keep up with it so I can keep up with all the Easter eggs and what leads into what, you're not missing much. No. <laughs> Even though I like Miss Marvel, I like Moon Knight. I mean, I know Thor just came out. That's uh, about to come Disney out on Disney+. Plus. Plus. It already did. It's already out now? Yeah, it came out this, this past Wednesday. It's been 45 days already. I thought they said it's about to come out on September 9th. That's nah, what that they said. August, um, August twenty fourth. Whatever the case, I'll probably watch that shit soon anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to talk about the Monte Tail shit. Monte. No, we didn't. We haven't talked about sports yet. Oh yeah, that's what I thought I could lead into it, but might as well talk about talk about sports. No, not yet. Oh, what's next? Still got House of Dragon. Folks. Oh yeah. What are talking about. Well, we said, well, I didn't, we both didn't say. We were over. Surprise! Right? Surprise, we're back! You figured me out. You got me. What did the uncle say? Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone was saying, like, I'm done with Game of Thrones. I ain't watching this shit. Oh, House, House, of, House of the Dragon comes on this Sunday. Hmm. <sighs> All right. Well, let me see what this shit about. And I love what they said. <laughs> Motherfucker, if you came here for that heifer. <laughs> for, for Daenerys? Daenerys. You, Go no. somewhere else. She ain't in this shit. She not gonna be in this shit. And it's 172 years before that shit. It's all together. It's like 300 years. They said it's 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones. So, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I was like... And well, it's then, only set to... It's set 200 years before. Yeah, 200 years before yeah. the events of Game of Thrones. Well, and it's, emphasis on 172 years. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, don't ask for that and shit. And I remember when and when the text went yep. back, it said 172 years before da- before Daenerys. Before Daenerys Targaryen. So, it's like, that's pretty much... In, in layman's terms... They said, if you didn't read the first time... <laughs> now you know. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Dragons... <laughs> So pretty if much you read at an R. Kelly reading level. Let's yeah, just make it simpler for let's you. Make it simpler for you. Yeah, but in a nutshell, this is a, it's a prequel series that follows the Targaryen family lineage, pretty much. Yeah, and everything that happened, and it's and I guess it sets everything up for Game of Thrones. At first, I wasn't gonna watch it either, and I was looking on Twitter. People were talking about it, and I remember I just went on HBO Max. I was looking for something, and it was literally that first. As soon as you go on there, you see that dragon and old girl, and I was just like. Okay, I'm going to watch a few minutes of this shit. I'm going to give this shit like 10 minutes. If it doesn't get me, it doesn't get me. One hour later, you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Let me just place my like on this and I'll be back next week. Yeah. They already they already approved season two. <laughs> After they saw the ratings and the streaming numbers, they're like, yep, we back. We got you, niggas. And I went and said, who's writing this shit? All the fucking same writers from Game of Thrones? No, someone else. This is a whole new showrunner. Oh, the book is already done? Okay. All right. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I think that's how everyone felt. Like, oh, you bitch. Okay. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? Bloody. Glory. Oh. You got me in. No incest yet. And I know it, it's coming. My friend told me it's coming. Oh, and there's a nigga Targaryen. <laughs> yeah, that part where he fucking... He has, like, blonde hair and shit. But that part where she's about to um, give him wine, he just covered the cup. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. every black person knew what that meant, too. You ain't selling me into slavery. <laughs> <laughs> he said, bitch, this, is, this might be 300 years before... Uh, 20 years before Danny, but I saw 12 years of slave. <laughs> <laughs> 
funny thing is they saw the, the the dagger that killed the night king that was in this shit and they said like oh yeah this is what's gonna happen because there's like a prophecy that's gonna happen there's gonna be this the the walkers are gonna come and fuck up the world duh, 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 duh. and i'm gonna go like oh that'll be cool if it was in this season but there's a whole other series for that shit so that you don't have to worry about that right <laughs> shit but other than that i mean what's his what's the brother's name uh damien yeah, Del Day. Yeah. You think he's the Mad King? No, he's not the Mad King. No, nah, he's the bro. He's gonna marry her, actually. Supposedly. Spoiler. Yeah. Nah, I just like what he said <laughs> when the um I guess when his brother died or whatever, like the baby died, his eh, or whatever. He go, yeah, he's the heir for the day. And then the king's like, nigga, what the fuck you said? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like him. I really like him. What kind of shit is that? He's Targaryens, man. I like these niggas. <laughs> got side comments on their family dying like, <laughs> because he was supposed to be the he was supposed to be the heir to the throne he was supposed to be the prince yeah but, but how you say some shit like that about your nephew make <laughs> <Like> power <laughs> and then like, nigga you ain't Scar <laughs> you ain't Scar even Scar let Simba grow up a little bit Scar no Scar thought he was well yeah he did yeah he yeah, waited nigga was still playing hide and go seek pick a boo with that little nigga <laughs> then he tried feeding him then he tried feeding him to, to the stamp yeah <laughs> You gotta let your hate grow. <laughs> just a little bit. Just yeah. a few years. Yeah. Just hate him just a little bit. Yeah, sprinkle some love in there. Sprinkle some love. Saying? Sprinkle some crap love. Yeah. Make yeah. it noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> Make him <laughs> think. Play, play the part, man. <laughs> this came out. Little, little baby already burning up. Well, he was an air for a day. What? <laughs> yeah, because he was drunk with his boys and shit. And he was, because he, I guess he had the heir to the throne. And he was drunk. And he was like, yeah, fuck that kid. And someone had like a gift, uh, a meme of 50 Cent. Like a video. It was just like, I know I come off as a hater. I don't care. Yeah. That's, that was, that was Damon. That's, you sound like Ja Rule and shit. <laughs> said, come on, bro. Your woman's dead and your baby's a known stunt. What's your daughter going to be when she, she grows grow up? up? Murder! <laughs> Dragons! <laughs> Dragons! You know what it is. <laughs> Hella dragons in this shit too, and I'm like, damn, they all gonna die off too. Yeah. But yeah, man, this is it. It, it has me intrigued. Like you, everyone yeah, locked in, especially because the same showrunners ain't a part of this shit. Yeah, that helps out. And the guy who runs it, like they trust them, and the Arthur's a part of it too. So it's like, oh, okay, so you, okay, okay, so y'all know what you about to do. Okay, they already signed on for season two. They already made ten episodes, and yeah, good for them. Absolutely. Yeah. So sports now. Went to the movies for a little bit, real oh, yeah, quick. You went to the movies. Oh, I've been in the movies too. What movies you see? Easter Sunday. Oh, the one with Joe Coy, right? The, yes, sir. How was that? It's not if you are a Bay Destrian, you're gonna love that shit. Yeah, because he's from the Bay, right? Well, not only that, as a Bay Destrian, you you should have Filipino partners. Mm-hmm. And if you chill with your Filipino partners at a family function, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came up from. Uh, from Hollywood, they were in Daly City. Oh, nice! So they they uh they went to certain areas where I'm like, man, this is this is great. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like obviously it's not my life. Yeah. But there's areas they went to, especially with living in Daly City for two years. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he living my life. This is crazy. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Um, saw that, and I saw Beast. Oh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. I, the world knows him, and he's Idris Elba. You I know, know him. Stringer, Stringer Bell. You watched The Wire so many times. That's that nigga Stringer Bell. I can't get past that. Even when he was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, nigga, that's Stringer. Like nigga Stringer, what you doing in space? <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. Drank some fucking acai juice. Now you gonna go out of space? 
going to speak. Nigga shopped at the farmer's market one time. Now he wants it's to find funny, Edgar, Edgar, even though Edgar's watched The Wire, he only see he sees him as Luther, which is a good show, too. You ever watched Luther? Yeah, fuck Luther. That's Stringer Bell. With, in a, with a British accent. Yeah. Even though that, that's his natural accent. <laughs> Nigga thought he was so smart because he went to community college. If you were so smart, why you had on glasses and shit? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, everyone watched The Wire. No, you'd be surprised. Yeah. If you ain't listening, you got three, two, one. Nigga, if you were so smart, how'd you end up dead from a damn parlay that you caused? Yeah. Got set up, too. Niggas tried setting up two people, and then they were the ones that killed them. Like, <laughs> nigga, you went to a community college, you stupid motherfucker. And he tried to bring that community college knowledge yeah. to his crew. Like, and tried to have someone, that part where old boy was making notes and shit. Yeah. Like, they said, like, you keep your time on a nigga, government. Nigga, you, you're taking notes at a fucking criminal conspiracy? <laughs> Give me this shit. <laughs> It's hilarious, man. Why did he do that? He said, because you want me to check the hours. <laughs> you taking notes at a motherfucking criminal conspiracy? Give me this shit. <laughs> Nigga left a paper trail. He's literally. Can you imagine the feds would have found that shit and they literally saw the hours of all the shit they were saying? That would have been the earliest version of a version of the FBI just looking at your Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Niggas just taking notes. Them niggas just taking notes. Like, n- nigga, really? Okay. Yeah. Nah, but it's all beast. Mm-hmm. Again, man, my, my, like, there, there's some good moments. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. My biggest gripe, though, is Stringer didn't want to go to the mattresses with, with Avon against Marlo, but now this nigga want to fight lions. All right, bro. <laughs> nah, just hurry up and end this shit. It was funny. I wanted to see it. But no, I don't even think I wanted to. I was half and half, and then I saw you. I looked on Instagram and saw you were at the movies. I was like, oh, let me know how that is." And you were just like, "Yeah." Uh, so you can see it if you want to, but uh, yeah, Stringer Bell fighting lions, bro. <laughs> I was like, "That's all I need to know." Yeah, I wait for I wait for it to stream. It it looked like except, honestly, except in this one, he's a doctor, so he didn't. You know, his highest level of education wasn't at a community college. Man, that's still. Stringer. And again, this isn't talking. I want to make it perfectly. I'm not talking bad about community college. Yeah, I'm talking about Stringer Bell at community college. Is what I'm talking about. I think it was to try to be a gangster, but he wanted to be a smart gangster. But he wanted yeah. to community college. Now, if he would have went to Harvard or some shit, that would have made some sense. Maybe. No, it still wouldn't have made sense. Maybe yeah. would have tried fucking quantum physics, putting it into the drug game. Yeah. No. The whole aspect of it again, the community college. I'm not dissing that. I got. I got a degree from community college, mm-hmm. so I'm not dissing that. My diss is Stringer Bell attending community college, thinking he was better than the hood. But the two most hoodest, grimiest niggas were the ones that were smarter than him. And they, yeah, yeah, and still got killed. Yeah, it's what he deserved. It's what you deserved. You done that yourself, right? Uh, well, that's that. Well, movies I saw, I saw that movie, The Invitation, which is like pretty much like a vampire movie. It's not good. It's not bad. It's one of those. It's entertaining, pretty much. One of them entertaining movies. Should have been on straight to Netflix, but it was still entertaining to watch. And I watched that other movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's literally the title. How's that? (laughs) It's entertaining. It's pretty funny. It's like a whodunit. And and when you find out whodunit, you're going to be like, really? Word. (laughs) You're going to laugh. Okay. That was pretty good. Old girl from um, Industries and that shit. Gotcha. Oh, speaking of that movie, uh, that show Industry that's on HBO. You know, I started. Huh? I started. From you know the old girls from San Jose? No, because I just started. Uh, you I, just I started. Now I just, I, oh, because I was talking 
Edgar told me that shit. Uh, yeah, old girl, the main chick from industry. She's from San Jose. Whoa, whoa. She went to um, Archbishop. Bay Area taking over. <laughs> HBO. Hey, you got Zendaya. You got, I think her name is, I can't pronounce her name. It starts with an M. But she's Harper. But okay. yeah, she's, yeah, she's. Wait, from, which Archbishop did she go to? Midi? Yeah, Midi. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, I was like, she really is Baydestrian. I'm like, okay. And yeah, I guess I guess this is like her first her first full acting role is on, is on this show. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, she's she's in bodies, bodies, bodies too. Okay. Hella recognized her too, but yeah, that's that was she does really good. Industry is a good show too. Kind of like Succession. I got I gotta watch that shit. So many fucking shows I gotta watch. It's just it's like it's fucking sickening. <laughs> it really is sickening how many shows are out there. Quality TV shows. I probably watch Severance. Oh, how'd you like that? It's great. Oh, did you finish it? Yeah, I finished this one. Yeah, the, that fucking cliffhanger was like, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> I knew where shit went wrong when he uh, mentioned her by her work name mm-hmm. when he wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, boy. But yeah. Severance is, yeah, everybody who hasn't. Apple, now it's really made me curious about Apple TV. Apple TV has a lot of good shit on there. Yeah. I just never had, had time. No, I don't want to say have time, but it's just like, it's like a whole other, like, rabbit hole right like, I don't right. want to go down yeah because once you do it it's you can't escape you can't escape next thing you know you done bought $1,500 worth of Apple products <laughs> to, to watch this shit on <laughs> shit there's the one with my uh, Rudolph called Loot yeah, the yeah. One. yeah I Sorry, watched that a one few too. episodes of that and then there's this other that's one that's actually a good uh, premise behind it it really is yeah uh, for those who don't know this is the premise so nobody's breaking any new science yeah um uh, my Rudolph's character divorces her husband, who's a uh, very, very wealthy and socially established. Mm-hmm. And she ends up taking was it seven hundred million of the something like that of the estate, mm-hmm. and so she's never worked before. Yeah, <laughs> so it, she wants to, even though she wants to do positive things with the money, but as you can tell, with somebody who's never worked and interacted with the general the public, folk, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work very it well. Doesn't work very well. And that's like the whole premise of it. It's yeah. just fucking hilarious. Yeah. Especially when she went on um, Hot Ones and shit. No, that was an SNL skit. No, 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 no. The one that does an episode where she goes on Hot Ones. And that uh, that one viral clip you see is from Loot. I know what you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that shit was hilarious. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, like, oh boy, I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> she puts the beer in the milk. That was some nasty. And then she drank it. That was that one time I come from. I was like, ugh, nigga, you drank that no, that, was, that wasn't beer and milk. I'll, I can tell you that much. I really hope it wasn't. No, on set they don't actually be eating like that. <laughs> Shit, they, they don't. They don't do stuff. Them niggas be like to, <laughs> dude. Push your tea at the tap. No, out. because you have to. You have to think about it. If they screw up the take, you uh-huh. gotta do it all over again. So you can't be doing that all over. Like, <sighs> no, no, I remember seeing the born push your tea. Push your tea tapped out. And he was no, angry. no. The the hot wings itself, uh, the actual show. Yeah, that's real. What I'm saying is for produced shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They that, don't eat or drink in real life. Yeah, I know. I know that. Yeah. 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 No, but I'm saying that the real episodes of Hot Ones, I remember Pusha T was on that. He got put on the, the Hall of Shame because he quit hella early because it was too damn hot. <laughs> Same one who took... No, that boy was just like... He was giving the Joker laugh because he was too hot. He was because It was just too hot for him. That was hilarious. Other one, Tom Holland, he was just suffering. <laughs> and this nigga's just asking questions and he was just like... <sighs> See, motherfuckers make fun of me because I put hot sauce in everything. But if you don't put hot sauce in everything, how can you be prepared? Yeah, that, yeah. So some of them, like, what's her name? The scary one was Elizabeth Olsen. 
old school, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did not budge one yeah, bit. She's a Scarlet Witch. She, literally, she didn't budge at all. Even it kind of shocked the host because they get like the hottest one. She was like, mm. Mm. "This is pretty good." And she was still casually talking to him and shit. I was like, "Oh wow, Austin!" I remember Steve Austin was on there. He was. You know, he's from Texas, so he's used to that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But. He brushes his teeth with that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty good. Get me out of here. movie I saw? Some body, body, bodies. And then, the, um, I was watching some Netflix stuff here and there. Like the uh, Orphan First Kill prequel. Mm-hmm. That was actually kind of, that was pretty good. I heard good things about it's it. It's on Paramount Plus. It was, it, there's, a, there's a twist in the middle of the movie that flips the whole movie on its head. Gotcha. Have you seen the first Orphan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does they once you think it's going one way, it goes another, and it's like holy shit. Okay. First Orphan came out when I was working at Blockbuster. Yeah. That's how long ago it was. It still hasn't. And they got the same actress to play this shit too. That's freaky. She still looks the same. That's freaky. even though she's like twenty something years old. They they pretty much had all the actors be on like fucking like big ass boots to make themselves look taller, which was hella funny. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the movie. Like, dude, it's it's wild. Movie theaters have been opened up, and I've been spending less time at the movie theaters. Hmm. I don't know. That's some wild shit. Definitely is. <laughs> Never would have thought. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sports, 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 sports. Preseason is winding down for the NFL. So what's your report cards? Like, how you, like how the Raiders looking? Like, from what you've seen? They're from what you've been watching? They're 4-0, but none of the starters played, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Not I, I can't tell you. I mean, I haven't been watching. I only watched some of the third third week, third game for the Niners or whatever, and Trey Lance was out there for, like, half a quarter. And we got we lost, but it was just like, you know, the stuff we need to fix. But it's just like, you know, I mean. Derek and Devontae didn't play one snap, so. So we won't it's know. All, it's until. all literally just about the the depth at this point, which you know is fine. But that's what preseason's for. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, every time I kept coming on, they were on the sideline laughing. I was like, I'll see y'all in week one. That's pretty much how it is. It's like it's just preseason is just for the hardcore. What's it called? Sporny. That's what you call it. If, yeah, if you're really sporny for football, watch that shit. I, mean, nah, I get my fix off hard knocks. I need to watch that. I yeah, still nah, need to watch I, owe, I owe Dan Campbell an apology. I was too harsh on him last year. Like, what does this have to do with anything? But when he came out on first episode of Hard Knocks, said, I don't care if you come out with one arm and one ass cheek. We're we going to fuck you up. I said, oh, no, this is A1 TV. I mean, last this season. A1 with, TV Last right season here. with the Lions, man, they lost their, damn near every game, but they went out fighting. They went out fighting, like. Yeah, every time they lost, it was by something that was like out of this world. Like yeah, divine intervention type losing. Literally, like, like you, you know, are, they're natural born losers. Like you are meant to lose no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Even when the Niners were beating them in Week One, they came back and they're like, "No, you're still losing." Yeah, this. weren't they down by like twenty two or some shit? Yep, like that? and came yeah. back and they still lost. Same thing with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Whooping on the Ravens the entire time. All of a sudden, this motherfucker kicked like the most longest field goal in NFL history, <laughs> and, and that shit game. bounced off the damn pole and, got and then nice, went in, and then got a nice check out of it. Yeah. Four years, 24 mil. Just for beating the Lions. <laughs> Jimmy Ward will start season on IR. Of course. Of course. Season's getting... Eh, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, now Hard Knocks got me my fix. I'm, I'm good with it. Um, I think people were complaining about Tom Brady not playing preseason. I'm like, you complaining about a 44-year-old not playing in preseason? What the hell's wrong with you? What, he doesn't even play off preseason? No. I mean, yeah, why should he? No, why the hell should he? A seven-time Super Bowl champion. Why the hell should he? Nigga, after the season he had, I'm telling you, I knew I knew he was coming back. In, in hindsight, 
watching that Rams game and seeing that look on his face after they lost, after they lost, they had that look like, oh no, I ain't done with this. Yeah, you done pissed me off. Like if I would have got like blown away, if he would have got blown out, he'd probably be like, okay, whatever, I retire. But the way they lost, he was like, oh no, 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 no. Oh yeah, apparently Gronk got Dana White to break the story about how Brady and Gronk were supposed to go to Vegas. Oh yeah, I didn't believe that shit. Part of me didn't believe them. Part of me does. Mm. Because uh, what was it? When at some point, uh, oh, on the shop. Mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. Brady was like, oh, yeah, there was a team that we thought was going to get the deal done, and then it, it didn't go through. And he's like, you got to stick with this motherfucker? Yeah. People thought he was talking about the Niners. Yeah. But he was talking, to, uh, apparently yeah, now in hindsight, about, he was talking about the Raiders. He talking about Derek Carr. You going to stick with this motherfucker? Yeah, got you Devontae. <laughs> 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 yeah. In the long run, you know. Everything worked the Bucks out. Are, Bucks are a lot, or the Raiders are a lot more well-off right now than the Bucks are. I mean, yeah, they won the Super Bowl, but... You can't tell me the Raiders were going to go to a Super Bowl with Tom Brady that first year. Well, Gronk, like, a two wide receiver set. Yeah, don't he said what fucked it up was um, when Gruden, the whole sca- the Gruden scandal fucked it, fucked it all no, up. No, that's not what fucked it up. That's what Dana White said. No. He what? said, for whatever reason, he said, we had it on, on play. Mm-hmm. This was before the season even started. Oh, wow. That wasn't, that had nothing to do with it. Oh, wow. Gruden already coached a year in, in Vegas. Yeah, that's true. So, this was about, they were going to do the deal. He said, he just came up next day, like, nah, we're good. Like, they had everything in place. They were getting ready to... Allegedly, they were ready to fly out there. Hmm. Even then, I was like... Uh, I mean, you bring Gronk in for what? Because he's not going to start ahead of Darren Waller. He really wasn't, though. So, like... What are you going to do? Yeah, you know I, know... I know Raiders fans that were pissed off about it, but it's like... That doesn't guarantee you a Super Bowl. It really does. You, and, you gonna, and he would have been with Gruden? Like, you would think Tom Brady would have listened to Gruden? Like, like really? Like, yeah, come on. Like, John Gruden had final say. You mean, like, Tom Brady was helping influence... Getting that roster set that went when they won the Super Bowl. He was Bowl. LeBron, like he was literally the player coach. Right. He's like, yeah, that wasn't gonna work. Hell no, he would have got that. He would have got. Shit, they already let go of Antonio Brown. You thought Antonio Brown was gonna come back to the Raiders? Hell no. Yeah, no they would have let Tom Brady go like that. Let's, let's talk logically here. Like, but, yeah, on, that, that was one of the most interesting things. But main thing in the NFL news was Deshaun Watson. Yeah. When we last left, Deshaun Watson got. A six-game six suspension. I was like, oh, man, he got he, he really got lucky because, shit, mm-hmm. that's still less time than Kaepernick. Yep. And then the NFL was like, nah, what we're going to do is we hear the pressure from everybody on the outside. We're going to throw on five more. And then when you come back, you're going to make us some money. Yeah, so you have to do the math. You thought, okay, we'll see how long. And you count to see the games he comes, he's out. When you count up to what, what, what was it, week 11? Week, no, because there's a bye at some point. I think it's week 13. Yeah. Who are they go? Who are the Brown, Who are the Browns going against? You guessed it, the Texans. Yep, I saw that shit. Like <laughs> you knew what the fuck you were doing. Yeah. So he got five games plus <coughs> five million, uh, five million dollar fine, which was basically, I, I think, no matter what, he's guaranteed to get one million uh, in salary this year. Mm-hmm. So even with that five million dollar fine, like once this year's over, because mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to suspend him for the same. Uh, yeah, situation. Yeah, uh, the deal had it with the Browns was that he was even after this he was only going to get one million regardless. But his guaranteed money then comes in, starts in full fledged after this uh, season ends. Mm. So they already had it set up where they knew he was going to be out, <laughs> or they had an idea. Okay, you know, in the event he's out. Um, so who's our backup? Uh, uh, 
Brissett from the Colts and the Patriots. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Tony Brissett. Yeah. That, that's, I mean. They were saying at the end that if you want to get a deal done, that's when you should call the Niners for Jimmy G. Really, though? For because like they were only expecting him to be gone for five games. Mm hmm. Or uh, six games. So now they added on that extra five. It's like, well, shit. How do we, you know, is, is Brissett the. The one we rock with, or do we take extreme measures because we think we can hold what we need to hold to get to the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So we'll see about that. I, Deshaun Watson really got off with that. Still, that's a slap on the wrist. Literally, honestly, I feel the Browns need to just they need to just put this season on ice, like on high and on paper. But that's the problem. He comes back with five or six games left to make that push. If you if you just yeah. hold around five hundred just that time frame, you could go five and zero, oh, and then now you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I, you can't. That's that's the thing that you can't even say. Just put it on ice. He comes back early enough to you could do some things if you make want to make it happen. And let's see. Let's see. And honestly, that game's gonna get flexed to prime time. Oh, absolutely. It ha- even no matter what the record is, you that game's gonna get flexed to Monday you know night who football. Who gonna call that fucking game? Who? And this is a guy that came back and beat the allegations at a massage parlor. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I go to Instagram for mine, too. <laughs> You're the guy. Oh, yeah. So, how does, how does the, um, what's it called? I watched part of the game, like the Niner game on Amazon. Not on Amazon Prime. But it was played on local TV. But how does Amazon Prime look on the NFL? Like any other. Yeah, I figured. It's football. Yeah. You know? The logo's just different. They got a dope song that goes into it, but it's football. It's funny. My coworker's going like, are you serious? Those games really going to be on Amazon Prime? Like, no. I was like, yeah, because he's a Kansas City fan. Uh, I'm like, yeah, get Amazon Prime and it comes with it. I was yeah. like, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. A lot of shit comes with Amazon Prime like people don't know about. And you mm-hmm. get two-day uh, delivery. Sometimes one day. Sometimes same day. <laughs> Depending on how they feel. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Maybe in 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> I definitely done ordered some shit, and then four hours later, I was like, oh, wait, it's here already? Damn. Right. Oh, goddamn, nigga. Yeah. Oh, nigga, damn. But, yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting season. You know, like, what's his name? Russell Wilson. Bronco Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. Bronco Nation. Let's, Let's ride. ride. He did so many variations of the same fucking cadence. All right. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. I don't give a fuck about no Broncos. <laughs> Shut that shit up. <laughs> uh, going to the NBA. KD staying. Yeah, patch that shit up. After came all a, that shit. Came out with a, yeah, but you can say all that shit. The same thing happened with Kobe. Mm. Shit happened. That was, it went out the same exact way. The only difference was that there were actually two deals ready to go mm-hmm. in Kobe's situation. Yeah. And he was actually getting ready to... The first time... Well, well, let's totally focus on 2007. Yeah. They had a deal for Detroit in line, and then they had to deal with uh, the Clippers, and they had to deal with the Bulls. Whoa. And then after everything was, was done, they were just like, do you really want to go? And it's like, no. All right, well, then let's work some shit out for you. <laughs> yeah, no. A few months later, Pal Gasol shows up. <laughs> yeah, so. Speaking you know, of him, his jersey's getting retired. Yeah, shout out to the Spaniard. <laughs> well deserved. Absolutely. And his jersey's up there with Shaq, and his jersey's gonna be next to Kobe's, as it should. It deserves to be, as it should. And they're gonna do that against the Grizzlies team mm. that drafted him. Okay, so that's real nice. Mm-hmm. But now uh, Kevin Durant changing his mind, like that's they they didn't say anything really that was too far removed from them having to not turn back. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he said you know either pick me or the front office and Steve Nash, but really he could have just been saying that because he. He didn't necessarily mean it. He's just like, well, this is what I have to say to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say far worse. Yeah, pretty you know, much. Nothing he said was 
out the ordinary. Out the ordinary. He didn't talk shit about really anybody. He's been quiet except for the fucking trolls on Twitter. When it comes, he has not said nothing publicly about the Nets or anything. Anytime he talks, it's just on Twitter to trollers because that's what he does. I like that. I mean, I, I like it too. I like it. I like how, how he does that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, now you look at the roster as constructed. It's a dangerous ass roster. Just remember the guys that they were bringing in to to replace him. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily not you. You can't replace KD. No, so that's not what I'm saying. But to replace the position that was supposed to be vacant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, KD's still there. So now everybody else has the luxury of coming off the bench. Now they got depth now, and it's it's scary depth. That Royce O'Neal, remember when I told you they traded for him? Yeah, in the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Royce O'Neal can either start or he can come off the bench. But either way, that's a defensive. Juggernaut, yeah. you got to worry about. Mm-hmm. TJ Warren, um, if healthy, can get you 20 off the bench like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, KD being there likely means Kyrie staying. Yep. So, yeah, that Nets team immediately, as soon as KD said, nah, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. We can we can go back to back to your regular televised Scattered program. It was okay. They're right back in the championship room, which sucks because they don't have a Christmas game. They only had 13 nationally televised games. They don't got time. a Christmas game this year? No, because they all thought they were leaving. Oh, damn. They got a bitch. At least uh, they get Christmas off. Yeah, you get that off. But 13 televised games as of now, they're definitely going to flex them in a the moment. Oh, they about to flex them shit. They about to, They might actually play on Christmas now. No, they won't. Um, the Christmas schedule is set. They'll set either. You only have, there's only five games. So, who's playing on Christmas? You have I know the li- Milwaukee what? and Boston. No, the Wake is not Then you the have the Sixers and... I forgot the Sixers are playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who are uh, the Sixers and Knicks? Yeah, well, I know the Warriors going against the Grizzlies. No, I don't think the. I forget. It's two East Coast games, but the Sixers are playing. I think it's Sixers Heat. Oh, okay. Um, then the next game is. No, the Warriors are going against the Grizzlies. That's the last game, though. Oh, that's the last last. That's game? the last game. Of the who night. are you guys going against? Fucking Mavericks. That's a prime time game, but it's in Dallas. In Dallas. It don't make no sense. Why and are you then, playing? Uh, like and then Nuggets. I forget who the Nuggets are playing. Hmm. Uh, but the Nuggets are playing. Probably the Suns? Nuggets and Suns. Uh, okay. That's who it is. Okay. Um, so that's, those are the Christmas games. There, there's no flexing Christmas games. So oh, you don't swap okay. out. Once the schedule's made, you don't switch teams. Y'all going against them in Dallas? That's yeah, stupid. Yeah, it makes no sense. But that's the primetime game. Oh, okay. I guess. Whatever. Because Luka and LeBron, I guess. Depending, depending on LeBron's I'm out. not mad at the matchup. Just the setting. Yeah. Like, not in L.A. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Don't they always play Christmas in L.A.? No. Nah. Oh. Well, just the, the certain teams, I guess. But yeah, nah, it was weird. But. Speaking of you guys, LeBron signed an extension for like what three more years? Two years. He's already on the last year of the extension, so he signed another two year. Mm. Uh, so it's one more year after this one, guaranteed plus a player option for the third year. Okay. Um, but because he's over thirty six or thirty seven years old, he can he can really only he's he can only sign two year extensions now because of the player uh, collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, he's not the highest paid player. He's not the highest player? He's player. the highest paid player. Oh, of this. obviously. Yeah, which he's still underpaid because, you know, I mean, 50 a, mil isn't, that's not what he brings to the NBA. He doesn't bring 50 points to the NBA. billions. Yeah. That boy brings billions. And he's already, he's only, his network is worth a billion now because of all the other shit that comes with him. Right. So. But I was thankful for that. That made this, it just made sense. Mm-hmm. His wife isn't going to want to leave. Nope. The kids are established there. Mm-hmm. So he's got a YouTube page. You know, He might retire say. there for all we know. Well, it depends on... He said he wants to play where Bronny plays. Yeah, he does. So, it, that leaves the option open for that final year because that's when Bronny would be eligible to make the NBA. So, we'll see how that goes. But we thought that was the biggest Lakers transaction. Nope. Nope. 
been waiting on Russell Westbrook and that all the dealings with that. Mm-hmm. But then late at night, I get a text message from. Well, I already saw the news. Uh-huh. But shortly after, I get a text message from Busby. Pat Bev. Pat Bev. And I just put, yeah, Pat Bev. But but he thought I he interpreted me saying Pat Bev. <laughs> now I was actually pretty good with this deal. Really? Uh, Lakers get Patrick Beverly for uh, Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Um, I mean, THT, it sucks because I praise THT, but if you paid attention throughout the season, it wasn't the best up and up for him. Mm-hmm. He was very inconsistent. Not his fault uh, on in one regard because um, the ball is obviously going to go to LeBron and AD and Russ. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, you got to make shots when they pass it to you. Yeah. He was very inconsistent with that. Uh, Stanley Johnson was a name that was very good for us, but at the same time, it's also a name that's not going to give you. If they win a championship, it's not going to be because of Stanley Johnson. Mm. So you know, they because of the signings they brought in uh, with role players over this uh, last month and a half. Those guys were actually going to be played out the lineup. Really? So you might as well get something of value now. Hmm. Um, if you get Patrick Beverly, I'm cool with that. You get in a. You know, you get one of those guys on Twitter that would say he got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. No, no, you, you literally got that dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that now you know Russell Westbrook ain't coming back because you can't have both them niggas on the team. No, you can't. No. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. I was very excited about it. Like, okay, cool. We got all that, all that shit he talked about Russell Westbrook and now that nigga's playing with him. That's funny. He ain't playing with him. Well, I'm just saying. And I, on paper as of right now. Yeah, they, ain't, they don't mean they're going to see each other. I know. Um... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with it. But that lets me know that the deals aren't done. They're likely either going to go after the Pacers deal, which is Buddy Heald and uh, and Miles Turner. Mm. Or potentially there's another deal involving the the Jazz that helps get Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. That would be interesting. So, either way, Russ is likely going to get bought out. <laughs> um, and then he has his option with probably about uh, 7 to 11 teams. Huh. It just depends on what he wants his role to be. So, that'll be interesting to see. That would be interesting. Um, Powell's getting his jersey retired. We celebrated what would have been Kobe's 44th birthday. Mm. In addition to Mamba Day, uh, Vanessa Bryant received a settlement uh, from the Mark Ass uh, Sheriff's and Police Department who had the audacity to take photos from the scene and then go to a local bar and start laughing. And start sharing pictures of it. Yep. Yeah. So and, No, shout out to the bartender that snitched on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And just to show it was just off principal and GP, Vanessa's like, I didn't even want the money. Like, it was like, what, 15 million? 16 million, something like mm-hmm. that. And we donate all this to the Mambasita Foundation. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't need this. Because already, I'm already set. Yeah, this is about the principle of it. Yeah, like, how dare you, motherfuckers? Defaming my, my husband, slaying and my, husband daughter. And my daughter. Showing their dead problem. bodies to other people and laughing them and trying to yeah. make money off of it. Yeah, and you see dead body? Fuck out of here. Mark asses. Mm hmm. One love to the Bryants. That's why that she won it on Mama Day of all days. Oh, no. Nah, they did that shit on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kobe's godlike in, in Southern California. You know what I mean? So it really is. It ain't even the fact that Vanessa won it there. Like, the whole legal system. I, they set that shit up for that. Yeah, they had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the same week that Nipsey got his star, she won that case. That's wild. Yeah. Week, back-to-back <laughs> weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the number two overall pick, finally. Uh, Chet. What's his name? Yeah, let me put that up. Chet Holmgren, right? Yeah, Chet Holmgren. Yeah. Uh, the unicorn. Because he's at seven, seven, one, seven, two. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. I can just pop a three out of nowhere. And he was on what team was he going to play for? He's he's so he got drafted by the Thunder. It's not going to play for. He's 
He's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just they playing a pro AM with uh, Jamal Cro- uh, Jamal Crawford in Seattle. And LeBron was there too, right? He but- was there. LeBron was there. Demar Derozan was there. Aaron Gordon was there. Yeah, he's just um, getting his reps in. Yeah. Uh, freak incident. Not necessarily anything crazy, but went up to try to get a block and landed on his foot wrong. And as a result, I forgot what the name of the injury is. Mm-hmm. But as a result, he's gonna miss the entire season. You can ask people like, "See, this is why you shouldn't play in summer league." But it's like, no, no, because that's how you get. You don't get better in basketball by lifting weights. Exactly. Like that helps you build strength. But you get better in basketball by playing basketball. Exactly. It's ain't like football, bro. Yeah, football. You need time off. Yeah. Uh, basketball. You. You play basketball. You got to stay in reps. Like, it's just reps and shit. Right. So that sucks. They want to blame pro-ams and all that. But, you know, truth be told, there's been players that got hurt working out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't call it that. Like, like I said, flat out, you should be happy that wasn't LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't want to minimize his his injury because, obviously, it's tragic for him. People mm-hmm. are excited about seeing his rookie year. Yeah. But, no, nah, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, in a year where LeBron could pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most scoring player in NBA history, mm-hmm. imagine that season not happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, very unfortunate. Um, but to say that that's why you should stop summer ball is, nah, I'm not rocking with that. And also free Brittany Garner. Yeah. That too. She's She got sentenced to nine years in Russian prison for bringing a fucking vape pen to their country when she was just trying to make money overseas and apparently Dennis Rotman's gonna go out there and try to get Not her anymore. out oh he changed his mind you know he he knows Putin you know you know that yeah I know that I've seen that yeah Putin likely gave him the call like now's not the time for play play bro yeah I'm don't, in don't war I'm in war time don't, right don't now. come over here because if something happens I can't help you like, I, like Ukraine's up my ass right now so nigga don't come over here yeah yeah I'll get rid of this bitch eventually, but not now. <laughs> Basically what Putin said. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, but free her. Free her and free everybody that's in jail for marijuana. Seriously. That's not a slight to her. That's, yeah. That's a... That's an argument. Anybody who's up for marijuana... It's stupid. Marijuana's not a drug. It's a fucking plant. Mm-hmm. That synthetic shit is drugs. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Support to Brittany Griner. Free Brittany Griner. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that went down over the past two weeks. Uh, I'm getting ready for my fantasy drafts. Uh, excited? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got two boards, my nigga. <laughs> With all kinds of different players for five different implications on what could happen. Are you going to get your son? I already have him. Okay, good. Dynasty Leagues. Okay, make it sure. No, Dynasty Leagues already got that. That's already secured. We're talking about rookies this year. Hmm. We're talking about rookies last year. That's why I invest. I get, I get two quarterbacks or however many players ahead of the rookies that I want. Mm-hmm. From the same year, so that way is when it comes time for them to take place. I already got them. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I play dynasty leagues. There's. There's thinking past the the initial season. Yeah, I think one, ten years in advance. There's one player on there. You, yeah. If you get on defense, you don't get, don't say it because once you say it, people that are in the league who listen, well, they're gonna put them on. Th- see, use a snitching ass nigga, man. I'll What's say, wrong I'll with you? you? I tell you off on on the off the air. You probably would have bought F and Mecca. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you who to take, but I was like, oh, no, oh yeah, it ain't right. about well, it's, right. it's probably on my board, but you yeah, know, you're right. It ain't even about who to take. You get seven rounds, and you gotta remember uh, if there's players that have better, brighter starts initially, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna go for. Yeah. So it's not about taking them; it's just like I'm taking them, but someone to I'll watch put him on the board, and if he's there, cool. But yeah, he also might be there when I after the draft. That's mm-hmm. not drafted, so yeah. Eh, shit, man, a lot of music dropped. A lot of sports news talk dropped. 
Now it's time for Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Time to relax. Um, yeah. And football. Yep. And wrestling. A lot of wrestling happening over this, like, next week, actually. You got fucking Clash of the um, Castle. That's, they're going to be in the UK for that shit. Okay. And AEW's doing their all-out shit. There's, like, a lot of drama going on there, but it's, like, nice fuckery. And then Labor Day. Shit. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a good-ass weekend. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, isn't there a fight, too? I'm sure there's a fight. Probably. Some UFC shit. I, I don't watch this. I just hope motherfucker don't be wiping his face off. The motherfucker that wiped his face off is actually from San Jose. I want to wipe his face in blood. That, he was from San Jose? Yeah. Probably from trained out here. He was probably from the east side. Trained out here. Yeah, I, I believe that. I was like, man, we didn't learn nothing from COVID. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I didn't learn a damn thing from COVID. He was listening to ESTG when he did that shit. <laughs> I want to see blood. I want to see blood. God did. I don't know. I just want to see. <laughs> did you watch that interview that Khaled oh, did? Oh, it was uh, Speedy? Yeah, it was Speedy. He was like, yo, it breaks my heart. And then Speedy, Speedy sat like, there just like, why am I doing this shit? <laughs> it was a good interview, though. It was. I watched it. Uh, he, I'm sure it was. But at that moment, Speedy was like, I hope God, God, why did you make me do this? He was trying so hard not to laugh. Because <laughs> Khaled was looking at him like dead serious. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, he was like, they don't believe in us. And Speedy was just like, yeah, and then he was like, "Nah, this breaks my heart because they don't believe in us." And then Speedy was just trying not to laugh, and then Kyle just slowly puts his glasses back on and goes, "God did." <laughs> he was dead serious. Who yeah. didn't believe in you, Khaled? Who? Who? This nigga got every fucking deal that you could get from every damn major he could have gotten. I mean, I gotta give Khaled pre- like credit because he really bigs himself up to be like the greatest, like presenter hype man ever and he just but all shit don't make sense i he's gotta go with it man no he, you don't <laughs> i mean you i gotta go with shit that's why i feel like you tried getting me to go with that jay-z nas record bullshit i mean it, it, he just did it for nobody talks time. about that no more they really don't except when they talk about it in vain talk about it in vain i mean yeah now we can really you talk know why shit. this record sounds good why because nas ain't on it now nah, they on that particular record. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that that whole shit would have been ten minutes if Nas was on that shit. Yeah. Nas would have heard Hovers on there and be like, "Oh no, I'm going ten. I'm going five minutes." Hov would have heard that. Hov would have been a whole hour. Right. <laughs> Hov record. Yeah, I'm really show you Murder Inc. Now still featuring Rick Ross. And yeah. Lil Wayne. <laughs> it ain't over yet. They still here. <laughs> Still a collab record. God did. <laughs> I dropped the whole album. Whole no, album sounds like uh, sounds like uh, Ghostface Killer with Raekwon and Capadon. Uh, it's like the One Blood remix. No, I'm saying it's like the like the Iron Man album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghostface and uh, um, Raekwon and uh, Capadon. Yeah, yeah. They now they here, but it's me, Ghostface. <laughs> Seriously, it was just wild. Like seeing people literally break this down, talk about the double entendres and yeah. all the other shit. And I'm like. I, read, I I even listened to it and read the lyrics. So I was like, ah, that's cool. But I've heard Hov rap yeah. like this before. And these niggas be looking up Hov like he's their damn daddy, man. Like, shit. And, and the crazy thing is when Drake does this type of shit, it's like the opposite shit, but it's like with the younger people. Ugh. That's why I was happy M was on the next record. I was like, yeah, you ain't gonna talk about this because he's talking about God. Yeah, when you got fans like that, I mean, I get it, but, you know. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I gotta pay attention to it. Dead ass, though. I stayed away from Twitter today, honestly. 
Yeah, it was just, it was I literally like I didn't watch it was it literally like a whole debate about that damn verse. Yeah, no, I, I didn't want to do anything. I like it. It was funny in the spaces we like. I'm gonna leave on this note. In the spaces with Somia, she did like all the spaces about the verse and this one dude. She let this one dude on there because she likes people that bring up crazy shit. And I think she does it just to annoy me because she knows how I'm gonna be. So she brought up this one dude who likes battle raps, and he was like, "Yeah, man." Hey, you brought that up in the beginning. I talked about it on there. Definitely talked about that. No, no, no. I think before we recorded, we talked about before. Were, we recorded. Oh, okay. No, nah, I'm gonna tell it to the people. So she brings him up there, and he's talking, and he's all going like, "Yeah, man, like, yeah, I listened to that whole verse when you guys were talking about it. I went back and listened to it. I sat back on it, and I was just like." Yeah, that's adorable. That's adorable. Nah, man, I'm into the battle rap shit. So I was looking for, like, the stars and, and fucking explosions and da-da-da-da. And so many goes like, are you on drugs? <laughs> and I was, everyone was like. Cocaine was coking. Like. And I she got his name called up on the spaces. <laughs> and then he was just talking about battle raps. And he was, expo- I, I was sitting back like, were you expecting some rap god shit? You expecting him to just go. Like, you expecting that shit? <laughs> like what? Then and then he goes to say that Jay Z is an he didn't say a black belt. He said Jay Z was an orange, orange belt. belt. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Orange belt, brown belt, one of those. What kind of shit is that? I was like, nigga, what <laughs> everyone in that space was like, bruh, what? <laughs> Then he was saying battle rap culture is going to become more mainstream and da da da. This is the future. And I was just sitting back and I'm like, my God, did you ever watch 8 Mile? (laughs) Somebody did this. Did you ever watch, like, caffeine has a whole shit with URL? Like, bro, are you serious? It's like saying N1's going to take over the NBA. (laughs) Which is a good documentary. Speaking of drugs, uh, you think. one of the firm belief that Michael Irvin's nickname in the locker rooms was Coco. I believe that. I definitely believe that shit. Oh, I say that because he was uh, he was one of the analysts on the preseason game between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. <laughs> it wasn't anything particular in what he said. It was how he was saying it. Like when they were playing in the cold. We were cold. Oh, we know why he was cold. <laughs> it was withdrawal. What, 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 <laughs> what he wanted to say was when we was playing in that snow. <laughs> He's playing that snow. We was cold. Yeah, but we know why. We know why. Yeah, he wasn't outside in the snow. Oh, oh. Now, now this is the last thing I was gonna talk about. The Monte Teo um, documentary that was on Netflix. Oh, the yeah. two parter. Yeah, that was a trip. Like I remember when that story broke. I just didn't know how that shit ended. But yeah, that shit's a trip, man. He got catfished in a very bad way, and they talked to the dude that did it. But now the dude's transitioned. Like he's a chick now and mm-hmm. shit. Nah, I'm not going to spoil it for you, JC, or the people that watch it. I'm not spoil it. I already know how that shit went. Well, they talk to her. They actually talk to her, and she gives her reasoning and shit uh, like that. It's from a whole different perspective. And they had Dr. Phil come in and shit, because he went on Dr. Phil. And it's a fucking You know how trip. this shit went down? I mean, obviously now, but... Mm-hmm. All this shit went down because... Uh, they were talking about how he overcame so much in life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because his mom... One of the things was that his girlfriend died and his, and his grandmother died at the same time yeah and then it was deadspin mm, deadspin yeah deadspin was like oh we found the story and it was like nah you got tipped off by somebody that they, the story they is talk about can't. they talk but about the that, way yeah. deadspin tries to do it is deadspin tries to play it off like they were the ones that 
like were sleuthing and found everything and it was like no you you got tipped off you got tipped off by a story by ESPN what are you talking about mm, yeah they, they they talk about that in the documentary they talk to the writers and everything yeah, I, just, a, I just don't like Deadspin's take on it they try to make it seem like they the ones that took yeah, all the credit yeah, yeah but I, I felt for Monte Tail I well, really of course, felt you feel for him. him yeah and he's and they talk about how it fucked up his draft chances he went from being the first round to getting picked in the second round yeah and lost out millions and shit like which that which is stupid because it was like this is why he drops out. Mm-hmm. He could have dropped him out for his play. And he was still playing, too. He played for the Seahawks in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's still playing now, but, yeah. I felt for him. Yeah, I really no, did. You got him. It was a good... It, but it was a... Those two parties was a good one. And the N1 documentary was really good, too. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I'm the one that put you on to that. What? The N1. I sent that to you in the... Uh, from a tweet. I think... I think both, because Netflix notified me and you notified me. Yeah. So at the same time, both both was right. Well, on that note, this was episode two seventy of the most consistent podcast in the area. Logical sense, you can always follow us on Twitter at Mr. Busby Four Lowercase O Eight. You can follow us on Twitter at Theological SP. You can always follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense, and of course on the Facebook. Give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! And on all social media, you can hit me at JC No Hudson. You just hit me, shit. Oh, I started doing that ask question shit. Oh, I've been doing that shit too. Yeah. Some people were confessing some shit to me. I was like, oh, say some confession shit. Some folks were saying, yeah, I kissed my BFF. Yeah, I've been driving for no license. Yeah, I didn't get vaccinated. Okay. (laughs) I think the last one you said is probably the most tamest one. What? Yeah, I, I don't think, know why you held that one last. What? The, no, no, that's that's what the confessions were. No, I, I know. Was going the, out of order. I was going out of order. Oh, but the vaccinations weren't even the worst one I heard. Which was the worst one? Uh, nigga driving snitching on himself saying driving without a license. Yeah, but they don't know who it is. I don't it know. It don't matter. Like, why would you bring that in? For, like, what is? why do you feel the need to personally tell people shit that you shouldn't be saying? Yeah. Hey, I got away with a PPP loan. Okay. Why would you say that? Yeah, why, Biden why, coming why after you, you boy. That? Biden coming after you, boy. Yeah, he coming after people. <laughs> Not me, though. I have my paperwork. Yeah, I ain't doing that shit. I know people that done that shit, and I'm going, like, oh, boy, Biden said he's coming for you. Yeah, no, I, I, got, I actually got that, but that was based off of me being an independent contractor. My paperwork is in, and then they had me uh, file for, um, what was it, uh, loan forgiveness. Mm, got that, too. Okay. I was covered on both sides. But motherfuckers that was out here getting 2.5 mil and blowing it on uh, Bugattis and shit. And vacations and shit like that. At the like same that. time they was collecting unemployment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit don't even add up. Yeah. That shit don't add up. I got a business. Can you give me PPP loan? Oh, by the way, I'm unemployed. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking on Instagram and I'm seeing you guys on nice-ass vacations and going at nice-ass restaurants and shit. And I'm like, what do you do? Oh, I'm unemployed. And you're going here? Okay. Well, I'll just say to be fair, you didn't need the pandemic to do that. I knew people who was on EBT that was still living good, so... We also know motherfuckers are using EBT on scamming shit. Yeah. But I, I'm saying, but it's yeah. not it's not one and the same or exclusive. Uh, you, you never know. No, no, what I'm saying is people use that. Oh, yeah. There's other people who don't... They didn't need the pandemic as an excuse. Oh, yeah. They was yeah. on EBT already, and they still mm-hmm. buying up lots They still went on that shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. That was, I still can't believe that one dude who did that EBT rap song with the video. Oh, yeah. That was... I mean, it's about. The, I mean, real quick, motherfucker that went on Instagram stories and was saying, "I got the plug for the PPP." 
he went on his stories and said, I got the plug. And he was also showing it with guns and burners. And he's like, I got EDD. We done, we done stacked up about 33,000 this week. Hit me. I was like, yo, the, like, the Wire would be done in three episodes. You couldn't even do a full series season of The Wire. Most of the season would just be them sitting on their ass arguing with each other. McNulty finding ways to outdrink himself. Because the case does itself. There was this other video. Before I even went on, before I even recorded, I just saw a video of this chick who just went on Instagram and shot her gun in the air while she's driving. Just shot her gun in the air. And then, yeah, the cops took her into custody because she put it on social media. All the motherfuckers listen to Wonderful. Mother for the money, cars and shoes and that and that and that and that and that. I wonder. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, play the yuck. We out this bitch. Peace. Peace.